This is Wolfredo Torres, the artist on Jupiter's Circle, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. It's that time again. Wait for this. All week long. Yes, and then it comes, and then it goes. And I go back into the closet in the darkness. Because I have massive surprises for you tonight. Massive. Capital M. You have massive what? Surprises. Oh, surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> so you read something that came out in the last two weeks? Yes. You read something that wasn't from Valley? Yes. Keep going. See if you can pinpoint You never but that's not the only surprise. There are there's more than one. There should be one. Keep it fresh. Keep it real, right? Really, yo. You can tell by this intro banter that I'm going to have to be pulling this ship through the sand. Come on. Lord. I'm tired. I don't know what it is. I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not feeling it. And I'm not, uh, hey, I'm not feeling it. That's fucked up. No, I'm, I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling what I stand with my boys. I just, I got home and I just, I've been feeling blah and it's, mm. Feeling Minnesota? Maybe it's the Zika. Zika? Yeah. What about Zika? Maybe David's got the Zika. Zika virus. No. Oh, I think you said Zika. No, no, not Zika. No, you old man. I said Zika. Zika. I never liked that. The, uh, Zika. No, 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 not, not, not Zipa. Not Zipa. Zika. (laughs) Ziffle. That's so silly. (laughs) They got me all giddy. David got the Z-Pack. Oh, everybody, what time is it? It's 11 o'clock comics, episode 409, and I am Vince B. Jovial Vince B. You are Vince B. I am glad you are Jovial Vince B. And am David A. Price. Yes, you are. You are, and I am Kane, son of Adam. Ooh, you're old. <laughs> but you're not Kane. No, you're the, you're the original murderer. I am. Yeah. You, you invented murder. You're bad boy. What but you're you not Kane. Do? You're much better looking and much younger as well. I am younger. You I don't think I'm good? better looking though. At least not, not compared to RM Guerra's version of Kane. No, I'm, I'm thinking the, the only version of Kane. In, in my opinion. WWE. Sorry. No. <laughs> Cain and Abel, House of Mystery yeah. and Secrets. Oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm not talking about that. Why that version of Cain? Uh, because Wrightson nailed it. That's why. That's true. That's why I, I always think of it, because I don't think anybody ever did it better than Bernie. I'm not, I'm Nobody talking like he's dead. He's not dead. Better. True, Carly. Makes me feel and sad. You don't have to have, you don't have to have what? teeth for miles to get low prices yeah. on your favorite comics and collectibles. All you gots to do is fire up your internet browsing device and head on over to Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. That's DCBService.com, where you will reap, David was, you should be too, massive, massive rewards for your efforts. Now, we're in the gray area. We're in limbo. Uh, the new specials have not been posted yet because the previews, um, if it didn't come out it today, came it, out came, today. it came, came out today. So we don't know what's going to be on special, but rest assured, as I always say, because I'm confident 
uh, patterns. I notice patterns. And the people at DCBService.com have made patterns. They've, uh, have these behavioral tendencies to make our books nice and low. Low price. 50% off Marvel or DC. Sometimes both. You get your books shipped right to your door. And the discounts, as always, will be both deep and plentiful. DCBService.com. Yes. Sir. I always like looking at the cheapy books. You know how they, they discount like convergence? You can get an issue for like a quarter. Yes. I'll add, I'll add those to my order at the end. Like if I'm, if I feel a little light, you know, when you weigh the bag, feel a little light, I, I'll throw a couple of those in and it's always pleasurable when they come. It always makes me happy. Aww. Because I forget about ordering them and I'm like, oh, Hawkman convergence, I forgot I ordered that. And it was good. It was really good. I feel like uh, when I'm going through some of the things I'm ordering, and it's like it's the fifth or sixth issue. But then also on the same page as like the first issue on clearance, it's like, but I I paid like yeah, re- well. <laughs> regular discounted price. And now, that's, now that's I just waited a half a year. But yeah, I know. I they had it. to see the, the bath they were going to take on those convergence issues. Oh, yeah. Though. Yeah, no, and it was... Um, and I will go out of my way to keep that, um, the variant covers out of my house. Oh, I don't blame you. I, I, I don't care if Chip Kid quote design them. They're they're trash. I don't even, I don't want them. The uh, there's um yeah. This morning I, I I checked my email and I noticed I got an email from Cameron saying that uh, dude, get off your ass. You uh, it's it is it's the end of the month. It's the last. Wednesday of the month. It's not, not, not from. Wait, they emailed you to say, dude, do your order? Pretty much. They're like, hey, <laughs> we noticed that you haven't. And I'm like, son of a bitch. You're absolutely right. I was all, uh. I think that's automated. It absolutely is. Yeah. No, I don't. Cause I would have, I would have expected a phone call from Cameron and Christina, but the, uh, the. I get it from Christina. Huh? I get phone calls. Of course from you Christina. do. Yeah. But it's not about books though. It's about her sister. So you have the, uh, <laughs> There's, uh, <laughs> You're bad. I'm bad. Uh, bad. so there was, there was, you know, the, the email letting me know that it's the, uh, it's the end of the month and, and it's a short month. So the orders have to get in. So, uh, that's what I did during my lunch. I, I, I've brought the previews with me pretty much every day to work this month. And I, I have, I, I have the pages dog eared and turned and, and, uh, so I was able to flip through it quickly and, and, uh, Remembered everything I needed to order, but it was, uh, I was like, damn, I, every weekend, every, every, the past three weekends, I'm like, I'm going to do it this week. I'm Sunday. Sunday, I'm going to do my order, be done with it. Boom, done. And, and, and move on with my life. It did not happen this month. So, uh, it, I do mine the weekend I, I get. I know. I know. I have. I know. So I'll, uh, I'll have the previews in, in the box that's coming. And I did also receive an email today saying that, uh, Cameron has sent me back. As, uh, as, as the, as, as the beast that grabbed Luke and the trash compactor is back, you have, um, he doesn't mute for this, but he'll mute no. when he's going to talk no. to us. Sure. Uh, so you have, um, like ripping so I have my, uh, actually wait, let, let, let me tell you, cause it, it went to, uh, I popped it in my app and, and, and I, yes, yes. And, uh, it was, let's see. It will be here in two days. Whoa. Whoa. 
Well, well. My uh, my 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 February box from DCBS. Oh, nice. What you got an app to tell you when your box? Oh, you're tracking. Yes. It. Oh, uh, I like to be surprised. I know I you do. Need, I know you do, but I, need, I don't need that. Mine comes just, every Friday, like clockwork. Yes. It oh, does. you're sounding like trash. Yeah, what's up? Huh? You're sounding like trash. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you using the computer mic and not the headset no, mic? No, no. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do let's do the uh, drink roll call. Try yes. this. Is this better? Oh, oh much better. better. Yes, hmm. yes. I don't know. Why don't you, yeah. Why don't you go first now? What yeah, are you drinking? Beautiful. Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like buck. It's buckwheat. Who me? Who me? <laughs> uh, I am drinking Clos de los Siete, which I've mentioned many times before. It's yes. a uh, house red wine that we drink fairly frequently. Oh, nice. It's, it's good. It is mm, good. Dave, it's good. What are you drinking, Dave? Uh, I'm trying something new. I saw this at the uh, liquor store, and the... the <laughs> you hardly knew her. The, the bottle just... I figured this would get some remarks, but it's it's uh, 14 Hands Winery uh, from Columbia Valley. It is a... Red blend that uh, does not tell me what the blend is of, but the reason I picked it up is because the name of it, their red blend, they title Hot to Trot. Hmm. It's got some horsies on the label. Nice. It's a funky label. It, it looks very old. So it looks like something you'd see and, and as, as the lights are flickering. It looks like something you'd see... On uh, in an old '70s style um, label, it's very cool. Neat. Yeah. Well, just because I like to both surprise and delight the people I love tonight, <laughs> I'm covering all the bases, and this is the first surprise. There will be more uh-huh. tonight. Sixty percent Cabernet Sauvignon. Get Whoa! Forty percent Merlot. Dang. This is—I don't know if this is good wine, so I'm sure you're going to snicker. But this is what we had from Woodbridge. Is that good? It can be. Um, Cabernet Merlot. Dang! Drinking the grape. Yeah, I'm drinking the grape. Wow. You gotta switch it up. We don't want to stagnate, right? Wow. And I just wanted new tricks. I just wanted to get my boys a little bit excited for what we got coming. That's special. My, 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 speaking of my boy, what are you doing down here? Uh oh. Oh, what up, Vin? You're what? He's taking the Xbox upstairs. Vin. It's 9.30 at night, dude. Go to bed. Are you kidding? He's just getting started. Get get his bed. He yeah, no, he, had a, he he claims he does it at school. Oh. Hmm. Shut up, you. What I do? <laughs> what I do? It's like crazy Guggenheim. All right. So let, let anybody have any thank yous while we're... Uh... Huh. That's a good question. Uh, I don't think so. No. That? No. None for that? All right. Let's jump in head first. We got to do this. We got some comics to talk Always about. Always and forever. Yes, so why don't you start, Mr. Wood? Uh, cool. It, it was a, uh, a banner week of reading. I enjoyed almost everything that I read. Uh, and 
I would say that the thing that I was most impressed by, and I already know from a little off off camera conversation, there may be a little debate about this. <laughs> uh, I read the first four issues of the Ultimates, written by Mr. Al Ewing with art chores by Mr. Ken Roquefort. And I think it is hands down without peer in the Marvel new lineup for among Avengers books. I think it is the best Avengers book uh, on the stands at present. I oh. love, loved it the most. Uh, I think that first of all, in a way it's the, um, six, it's a way in a way it's a spiritual successor to the mighty Avengers, which Ewing was doing, um, which some people called the minority Avengers. Remember when they launched it? Cause it had right. Monica Rambeau and blue Marvel and black Panther and all like, um, so it's, it's, it's a lot of that same team. Um, Aww. oh, you're my cat. <laughs> my cat's begging. Uh, it's black, it's black Panther, blue Marvel, uh, captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, spectrum, who is what Monica Rambeau calls herself these days. Miss America, who is one of the, the new young Avengers, you know? Um, and they are essentially tasked with solving the world's biggest problems. The universe's biggest problems, I should say. So in the first four issues, we see them tackle two of these issues. The first one is Galactus. What? Yeah. So they, they get, we get to see the, the origin of Galactus. And the cool thing is, uh, Black Panther has discovered a new isotope called ISO 8. And it's tied in essentially, it's a very Hickman-esque idea. It's, it's basically this cosmic building block and it's got, it's an eight, eight-sided figure, the isotope. And, and, and essentially it's, it's, uh, the key cosmic building block that exists in this new universe. Whereas our 616 universe prior to Secret Wars was, was the seventh iteration of the universe. And there was ISO 7. And Galactus, which we already knew from prior incarnations of his origin, is the last survivor of the prior incarnation of the universe, so the sixth iteration of the universe. And a lot of, and we're led to assume that their mission is going to be to go and stop Galactus somehow with, you know, the ultimate nullifier or something like that. So they split up. One of the teams is out there looking for a ancient cosmic artifact, which we assume again is something that's going to kill Galactus. But actually, they have no interest in killing Galactus because you can't kill Galactus. What they've come to realize is that Galactus, when he went from, when he, when he, he, Galactus and his cos, fellow cosmic explorers of the sixth version of our universe created this essentially incubation device that would allow him to grow and incubate and, and maintain his life into the dawn of the new universe. And they have come to determine that, that something went amiss. And it never finished. So he never was meant to be the devourer and have that hunger. So they find this device, which at this point is now being used as a headdress by a giant cosmic skull who's running his own planet. And they get the device back and they re-incubate Galactus. And Galactus comes out as the giver of life instead of the destroyer of worlds. So he's clad in gold and white. And now his life power actually can restore planets. So the first thing he does is goes and restores a planet that was the first planet he ever ate upon coming out of his cocoon. Um, That's a really neat idea. Super cool. Super cool, yeah. right? And so then the next problem that they go off to tackle is the time stream. Because as we know, any Marvel reader knows the time stream is all fucked up. 
Yep. From people like Beast and Thanks, the X-Men. Beast. Yeah, thanks to Beast, exactly. All sorts thanks, of things. Kang. Just, just the time stream is totally fucked up. So they just, they figure out that the only way to properly fix the time stream is to get out of the time stream so they can observe it without being involved in it. So they create, they use this, uh, they, they use this awesome concept, which I, I won't, I won't spoil, but essentially they use it to help evolve a spaceship such that the hull is strong enough and adaptable enough that they can then go into the negative zone, the neutral zone, actually, not the negative zone, the neutral zone, and basically, which is a kind of a white space in the in the cosmic ethos, that they can then sit there and kind of chill and then try and fix the time stream. Uh, Wait, the spaceship spaceship's alive? No, it's not. Well, I mean, they haven't. I don't. I didn't get that from the book. It's just it's just okay. quite durable. Um. So yeah. So so they they head to that, but problem is, not everyone's keen on them doing this. Uh, and now they have a new enemy, and the enemy is none other than Eternity, our good old mm. friend Eternity. Of course. Yeah. So um, I just like I just love this book. First of all, I love the team. It's a mix of of classic Avengers and brand new characters. Um, well, there's a lot of power in that. Roster. Yeah, it's super well right because this is the Ultimates. They're trying to solve the universe's biggest problems. Uh, the Shi'ar are involved because for some reason. Uh, Gladiator is fucking hella pissed that they messed with Galactus. And they don't get into why, but you know, you could speculate maybe he thinks that Galactus's natural order of things is to be a destroyer and that this messes up the cosmic balance, whatever it is, but they're unhappy, very unhappy with the, with, with the, with the Ultimates doing what they did. Um, we are introduced to Blue Marvel's son, who is some type of cosmic being. He looks a little bit like a Captain Universe, although not quite. And he's essentially in charge of the neutral zone. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I just thought it was grandiose and I know Rokofer can have his moments and sometimes gets criticized, uh, particularly like I know that Teen Titans cover a year or two ago, he got shredded for, but I thought he looked great in this. I, I think he looks a lot like, uh, Lionel U in these issues, but I mean, we're talking, I think it's befitting of a book called the ultimates, the, 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 the scope of the illustration and the stuff they're dealing with is truly grand. I mean, it's, it's universal. It's massive. It's, you know, it's, we're talking about planets and it, it's just, it's just really well done. I think the designs are really well done. So, uh, so I, like I said, it's four issues in and I wasn't a huge fan of, 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 of mighty Avengers. I, I thought it was a little, a little boring. Um, so I don't know if this is just because Ewing's got a different mandate or because he's dealing with more cosmic stuff, but but Ewing is definitely channeling what made Hickman so good. So I, uh, I think it's awesome. And I definitely would recommend to anyone that's looking for an Avengers book. Um, and maybe isn't vibing on some of the Avengers books on the stands right now, like all new, all different or, uh, or, or all new that, uh, that this is, uh, this is a very worthy successor to people that maybe were super into the Hickman Avengers. Hmm. I would interesting. I would yeah, it's it is it's it's Avengers in space. So it's it, I I like that. Um I think part of me as far as an Avenger and, and that's I'm I'm glad it's called the Ultimates and and not uh cuz I'm also I'm not feeling Uncanny Avengers, the one that's uh led by Sunspot. So I think my favorite Avengers book right now is All New, All Different. I 
you have me interested. I've, I only read, I read the first issue and I, I looked at the second. I didn't really, um, go too far into it. I, I, um, I do like Roquefort's art here more than I did in say Red Hood and the Outlaws or mm-hmm. his, uh, or his Superman run. Um, right. I have no real knowledge of Al Ewing, so I don't know what else, um, I, it, it's, it's like Tom Taylor or, or Humphreys right now. It's, 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 there aren't, uh, he's, I know he's been at Marvel for a while, but I can't tell you, um, too much of what he's written. Right. Roquefort kind of tires me out. In what way? His, his style is so involved and there's so much going on. There's so much detail. Um, kind of like Alex Nino, but I'm not saying they draw similarly, but there's a ton of stuff going on in an Alex Nino drawing. And the same thing applies to Roquefort and to the point where if I'm following the book an issue or two in, I start to get really weary. I start to tire of the work because it takes so much to see everything to, you know, I'd like to take note of everything the guy does. And, and then there's also a part of me that thinks, man, if, if, if I had to draw this, I would be dog tired. And it's just, you know, trying to, to ingest it all and trying to process it. It's just, Roquefort's very tiring for me. I can see that. I, I, I mean, I, I can see that. I, um, yeah, well, then maybe this isn't for you, but, uh, but, but this, the premise is, sounds great. Also, I should say that we're introduced now. I don't know if this is introduced to, in fact, I'm guessing it wasn't, but I must have missed the issue or sitting on a Regina pile, but there's a new giant man. Really? Yeah, and he's, uh, his name is Malhotra. Why not? His last name is Malhotra. He's an Indian guy. I, I don't know. I mean, he mentions being inspired by Dr. Pym. So, mm. uh, listeners out there, if, if you know where we were introduced to him, that'd be cool. But, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll kill him off in Civil War. Too. Well, he's, he's, and he's not, he, he's not a part of the team. He just, he helps them out when they, they need help with something. Uh, and then we also meet a, um, a character called the Anti-Man, who we're led to believe is the Blue Marvel's arch nemesis that he essentially exiled in the neutral zone. Um, but we see Anti-Man's origin and it looks like it may be one of those things where he's not necessarily the bad guy and may, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up becoming part of the team, um, hmm. depending on at least the way they're alluding thus far. So cool dynamic. If you have arch enemies on a team. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, like I could say, I mean, look at it, it, whatever floats your boat, but, uh, this was a real pleasant surprise. I had, I had been buying the issues and, and, uh, they were stacking up and I, I just figured with the, the first arc winding down here in next month's previews, I wanted to, to I wanted to, catch up and see if it was worth keeping on the list. And I'm glad I did. Cause I think it's, uh, it deserves more praise than I feel like it's, it's getting at present. Hmm. I'll keep an eye out for that. Yes, yes sir. I'm intrigued. Dude. Galactus, the healer of worlds. It's awesome. That that's, that's the main hook for me. Sick. Yeah. And, and part of me is like, Oh geez, they, they did a, they flip flopped. They did a 180, but still, just to see that and how they play it out, and it's, it, it, I'm very interested in this book. Sure, and like with anything with comics, it's, it's transient. Right. And, and for once in the Marvel Universe, when you see the Herald of Galactus, you're like, yes! 
because you know you're getting a present. You you're know, not, that's interesting. You're not, you're not going to get eaten. I don't know if they'll maintain this idea beyond Al's use of the character in this book. I mean, he may be right, put right back into Purple Devour by the end of his series, for all we know. But, but yeah, if, if they carry the idea out for a while, that would be dope to see a new Herald that's 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 good news, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, think of all the planets they can bring back. It's oh. true. Yeah, that'd be really neat. Alderaan, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Mosaic. Shut up, princess. Yeah, shut up, princess. Damn. Who uh, who wants to go next? You do clearly. Me, yes. I do. Oh boy, this story is very involved, and it is um, another surprise because I have not been very complimentary to this company for years. We were very excited when they uh hinted at wiping the slate, starting everything over. We 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 devoured the first couple issues of of those new 52 books and then we kind of let them all well most of them fall by the wayside. Um but I I have heard very good things about this title despite my hot cold relationship with the uh writer. So I decided to give it a try. Um, and like the Galactus hook, the biggest hook for me, uh, if you're going to ease me into a section of the DC universe, there's one really easy way to do it, and that's tell a story with the new gods in it. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. Because I do love my new gods. You do. You do. This is a massive undertaking. Um, it um, was, um, well, let me tell you where it takes place. It uh, started with a freebie, a one-shot called Divergence uh, Justice League. And then it goes into Justice League issues 42. I believe the last one I read was 47. And there was six one-shots. Yes. Dark Side War, Batman, Superman, Flash, Shazam, Green Lantern, and Lex Luthor. The main story was written by Jeff Johns. I love him. I hate him. I love him. I hate him. Uh, and he's assisted on the one shots, uh, by Peter Tomasi, uh, Francis Manipal, Tom King wrote one, Steve Orlando, Rob Williams. Uh, the main artists on this thing are Jason Fabak, who's amazing, and Francis Manipal, yes. who's, who's That's equally, a hell of a duo right there. yeah, who's equally amazing. Uh, Manipal and, uh, Brian Bucatello jump on, uh, 45 and 46, and then Fabak comes back. Isn't it Buccioletto? Buccioletto, that's what I said. <laughs> uh, comes back on, on 47. Uh, for the one shots, you have, uh, for Fernando Passerin with Matt Ryan and Gabe Eltab on Batman. Green Lantern, of course, Tom King. Illustrated by Doc Frickin' Shainer and Chris Sotomayor. Uh, Luther and Superman were written by Francis Manipal, illustrated by Bong Dazo. I can't tell the last time oh, I saw um, Bong Deadpool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dude, I really like Bong Dazo stuff. Cool. Um Shazam was written by Steve Orlando, illustrated by Scott Collins and uh Romulo Fajardo Jr. And Rob Williams, uh Jesus Marino and Guy Major did the Flash. It's a big story. It's very involved, very complex, but the the uh the center of it all 
is Wonder Woman. I got to tip the hat yeah. to to Jeff Johns. What with that movie coming out and the Batman versus Superman, Wonder Woman plays a part in it. If you are going to jam the Amazon down anyone's throat, the best way to do it, put her front and center in, in this gigantic story. Um, in a nutshell, Darkseid's looking for somebody. So he sends uh, the assassin Kanto and Lashina. We all know Lashina, Lashina right? Of Granny course. Good, Granny Goodness, Female Furies. Um, so Kanto and Lashina are sent to Earth to retrieve a woman uh, named uh, Marina Black. What's so important about this Marina Black? What's the deal? Well, all those many moons ago when Diana was born on Paradise Island, everybody thought, Yo, she's the only child ever born on uh the mascara. But she wasn't. They were wrong. Because simultaneously, um there was another child born uh to this uh Marina Black. And um the birth of, of the, the child sends the oracle in attendance far over the edge. She starts frothing at the mouth. She sees visions of war and death and other dimensions and a gigantic battle between the dark god and the anti-god. Mm. Yes. Um, and the principal player in this prophesized war is the child's father. One, her mother, uh, Marina, very much wants to die. She wants the universe rid of his foul taint. Uh-huh. Uh, the oracle screams that, you know, this child has got to die. We have to prevent all this coming chaos and death and Marina isn't having it. She, she kills her Amazon sister and spirits the child away from Themyscira and the child's name is Grail and her father is Darkseid. Darkseid can't seem to keep it in his pants. Uh, but this is cool because normally I'd be like, uh, to retcon, Darkseid had another kid. But it's kind of neat how Johns does it. Um, it, it, when, when we first see Grail and it's in the mind of the Oracle, uh, she's standing there and she has trophies from a lot of members of the Justice League. She's standing there and she's got Wonder Woman's lasso. She's got two lantern rings. She's got Batman's utility belt, Superman's cape, Arthur's trident. So you're thinking, well, at least I was. How in the hell does one woman, albeit an Amazon, Amazons are tough, but if you told Wonder Woman to procure all of those trinkets from the rest of the Justice League, I think Wonder Woman would be hard-pressed to do it. I don't think she'd be able to pull it off. Maybe Arthur. Maybe Power Rings. Um, ring. I don't know about Superman. I definitely don't think she'd be able to get Batman's utility belt. But the joy is in the, the, the postulization, right? Um, so Kirby's legendary New God's Tale, the Pact, is the center of this thing. For what all the events are about to transpire, the Pact is front and center. It, we all know the story. And if we don't, if you don't know the story of the Pact, you should rectify that mistake Big time. Go read it. Because it is one of the greatest comic book stories ever written. 
I'm sure you've both read it. Yes? Yes, sir. Yeah. You are both lying. Are you kidding me? What? You've read the pact? Yes, sir. Yes? Okay. So then you know the story, right? Of the pact? What happened? What, what is the pact? <laughs> you liar. You're such a liar. It's a love story by Jody Picoult. It's not. Okay. <laughs> you have two planets at war for a long time. Apocalypse and New Genesis. Beating the hell out of each other. The, the, uh, the dark and sinister apocalypse light and hopeful and promising new genesis um and they just want well dark side wants to manipulate high father and to think he's going to end the conflict but he's not really but high father he 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 clutches at that that hope and 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 here's the deal high father will give his boy scott to dark side and he will be raised on apocalypse and dark side's son orion will be raised on New Genesis. That is the pact. With Metron watching it all. By the way, Metron, you know that we've seen this... Uh... Not seen. You must read No, it. I'm saying we've read and or seen that exchange in history of the New Gods like 10 different times. Oh, okay, but if unless you've you've read it from the horse's mouth, you didn't read it. Um, so, so Metron, uh, he, he has seen universes rise. He's seen universes fall. Um, reborn in the wake of the anti-god one called the anti-monitor, but this may be the new 52, right? But I gotta, I gotta give Jeff Johns a big old bear hug because it embraces DC universe continuity. Crisis, as far as this story is concerned, crisis happened. Zero hour happened. Infinite crisis, flashpoint, all of it happened. And in all of these books, rise and fall, birth and rebirth, which is why I think if you're not reading this Dark Side War, you should, because I believe is going to be crucial to what's going to happen next at DC with rebirth. The, 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 the cycles are jammed. Johns repeats them many times that, okay, anti-monitor, Rises, universes fall. Infinite crisis, rise, fall. It's, and he keeps pressing the point. So we know that the rebirth is coming soon. What better place to set the stage than Justice League? It ain't gonna happen in Batman, right? Mm-hmm. What other book people do you see reading? I don't know. Um, so the Anti-Monitor, whom we learn was once the owner of Metron's chair. The chair is called the Mobius chair, yes. right? Well, the anti-monitor once went by that name, yep. Mobius. Um, and he's just tired. Anti-monitor's done. He's just tired. He wants to escape this endless cycle of birth and rebirth. So he seeks out the one thing, the one person, one dude, that can free him from this cycle forever. Who's that person? Darkseid, right? He believes that Darkseid's death is the key to unlocking the door that will allow him to escape this cycle. And working with him, Anti-Monitor, is Darkseid's daughter, Grail. Trying to flush out Daddy. So um, the League starts off small potatoes. They, they, they're investigating the string of murders involving women named Marina Black. When Grail springs 
from the body of the flash. Grail literally crawls out of the flash's mouth. You see her fingers come out from his throat, wrap around his lips, and stretch, and she jumps out of the flash's body. I guess the flash is a is a portal that she used. You know, why not? I don't know, but she she sprung from the body of the flash. That and uh, that's that's cool to me. That she popped, you know, out of Barry. Um, so she throws down with the league. Uh, as soon as she hits hits the ground running, she gets. I don't know who this power ring is. I don't know where she came from. I don't. I don't know this character, but I guess that she has some kind of nasty energy in her ring. Well. Because of where the ring is from. That's and where's the, that's that's the old Earth Three Crime Syndicate power ring. Oh, okay. Hence the name. Yes. Gotcha. So Grail unleashes all the bad mojo from Power Ring's ring, and that becomes her army. All these dark, negative characters, beings become her army simultaneously. She takes out Batman in seconds. She 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 looks at him. She says, "You are going to give me trouble." She's like, nah, I gotta son. Take, uh, no, really, I got to take you out. Takes out Batman. Moves on. Takes out Cyborg. Shazam. I mean, she just runs right through the league. Wonder Woman's lasso has absolutely no effect on her because sister, right? Um, Grail also has a variation on the Omega beams. Um, Dark Side's Omega Beam. So she is really tough, right? Uh, while this is going on, I don't know the backstory because I have not read Justice League up until this point, but Luther's sister turns on him mm-hmm. and, and shoots him. Yep. Pl- fills him with lead, right? And not only that, Superman just happened to be there to catch him. Um, Luther's the, le- the, the, the leader of the league. Is this correct? No. He's not? Who is? Well, who's... I was I was under the impression that Luther was leading the team. Up until what point? Uh, the, uh, issue 40 when I started reading it. No, he, um... There was the Amazovirus, uh, which he pretty much had a hand in. Is there more alcohol in wine than beer? Per, yeah, per ounce, sure. Okay. Um, they, he, he was tapped to work with them during the whole Amazovirus thing. Oh. Because, um, Superman and Luthor are tending to, um, this character with, that's great, gravely ill. And, uh, Superman's like, you're Mr. Big Balls, why don't you just cure cancer? What, do you don't think you can do it? And and it's during that exchange that Luther's sister shoots him and transports the two of them. She has a mother box. Luther's sister, I don't know where she got the mother box. She got one. She sends Superman and Luther to Apocalypse. And if there's one thing that Apocalypse is, it's what? Benevolent. No, it's dark. So our boy Clark has no powers. So he's got to rely on Luther to stay alive. And Lex decides that, hey, you know, you're powered by the sun, right? Maybe one of these gigantic fire pits would, you know, bring you back to, to you know, fighting weight. 
And that was a very, very bad idea. Because all that negative, dark energy within the fire pits overtakes Superman and he becomes, in essence, like a, like a negative Superman. David, did you read this? Yes. Is it not awesome? It is awesome. I'm stunned how awesome this is. But that's not even the beginning. I mean, that is the beginning. Begin the beginning. That's not, that's not even, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Shit goes down. Yep. Wonder Woman pulls Metron out of his chair and who plunks their ass down in it? Now, Jason, who would you think out of all the league would be fitting to sit in Metron's chair? Now, Dude, pretend you didn't read this. I was going to say, I know you think I was lying, but Batman gets the fucking chair. Oh, you didn't read? You, you have read I it? I told you I read it. You were the last oh, man. One why am I not it? paying attention to this? Yeah, we already well, anyway. the thing damn. Ah, uh, it's cute though. <laughs> so anyway, you know, all so there are members of the league that are transformed into new gods, which is awesome. It's very awesome. Batman finds his ass in the Mobius chair and he loves it. All caps. He loves it. He's not going to give it up for nobody. He loves it. Yeah. Um, the Black Racer. Yeah. Takes the flash, the flash as a host. That is so fitting. Yeah. Death has got to be quick. And now he's even faster, right? Um, and there's a neat twist on the Superman tale with Lex and, and, and Superman being, um, spirited away to apocalypse. Superman crap beats the crap out of Lex, leaves him for dead. And, um, the denizens of apocalypse, uh, as far as the prophecy is concerned, they will one day be saved from an off-worlder, a man who was raised by humble farm folk and have, he's a savior. And they ask Lex, are you this man? And Lex lies. He's like, yeah, that's me. That's what's he, what's he going to say? Right. So they take Lex as their savior. And that's, that's, I mean, there's more. You get Mr. Miracle and the crime syndicates in here, Calabac and Barda and, and the death of Darkseid. It's true. Darkseid dies. That's 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 a spoiler. Not really, because it happens very early in the story. The um, Black Racer takes the Flash as a host, and Anti Monitor uses the Flash as a dart and kills Darkseid. And it only gets worse from there. This story is old school. It 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 it. It made me tingle with that old school Justice League. Oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Storytelling. Why? Why has this, has this been a trend in this book? Am I getting to it late in the game? No, well, then, then we all are because I, I, after the first couple of issues, I bounced and then I didn't look at it well, we until, all until, um, yes, until, uh, the Amazovirus storyline, which introduced me to Fabak. Um, and that's when I told you guys about it. And then, uh, I kept with it because after, after the Amazovirus, you had the, uh, the free comic book day issue. And then you had the issue, the, the, the prelude, prologue, whatever you want to call it, leading up to the dark side war where you were introduced to the, um, to the idea behind the chair and seeing that zero hour and infinite crisis and everything had, uh, had in fact happened that this new 52 universe is not, uh, isn't spared, is not a separate entity. It, it all 
belongs to the same, uh, well, I don't want to say entity, but under the same umbrella. And, and that's, uh, right. and, and it's, and I have been, it's, the art has kept me because I, I think Fabak is, he's amazing. I don't know where he's going once they, uh, once he and John's finish Justice League, which I, I think is with 52, but, um, dude, the Griffin. The Griffin is awesome. Yeah, no, the, 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 the art in this, and even the Man of Paul stuff, it's not, in my eyes, it's not as sharp or as good as Fabak was doing, but it's still, it's, it still tells the story. It's still, you know, moves yeah. things along. He's got a very. I think I'd have to disagree with that. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think it has to, it's, 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 it's very accomplished. It's not the same approach. So, it's kind of like comparing, you know, Warhol to, to Dali. Yes, no, it's, they're not. It's two different, you know what I mean? I'm not saying that they're No, they're two different artists who approach it in a different way, but I, 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 I like both of them. I do too. Yeah. Uh, I was just hoping that I'd get Fabak yeah. across the whole thing. Uh, you, you love consistency. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the one shots all looked pretty neat. And, and what was neat, if, um, because it has been a few months since I, I, I read an issue of Justice League. Uh, if you did not read the one-shots, I don't think... You, you were aware that everybody had changed, but it was told, I think, well enough where if you just went from like Justice League 47 to 48, yeah. it, it, still, it still told that story. Yeah, they all kind of... The new, the new new gods all kind of blinked away to do their one shots, but then they all came back in time for the next issue. And, uh, I yeah. think that was, not- you, you, you don't, you don't realize the extent to which they were. No, right. Right. If you don't read the one shots. And I got to say the, the absolute best of the bunch of the one shots, Green Lantern. I did not expect that. Green Lantern was amazing. Absolutely was. Uh, Tom King, Doc Shaner, uh, Sotomayor on, on colors. No, it is the, that one page where, um, the, the caption is, uh, we are the God of light. Oh my God. With the concentric circles overlapping and uh, it, that's an amazing page. Shaner is Shaner's a list as far as I'm concerned. Shaner is a list and yeah. he is also like a white whale for me on the art scene because every con he's at, I'm like, my man, interesting some <laughs> art. And he's like, my man, I'm going to let you know when the signups come. And then the signups never come. <laughs> no, this issue was fantastic. It's like uh, Darcy I, blows a hump like a snow hill. Yeah. Tis the man who draws I, Shazam. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. No, oh. I, I, I gotta say, I, I have had more fun with this, uh, run than I've had with comics in, in a while. Look at you rounded back into DC shape like a bouse. Let, it's it was just this giddy infatuation with with just it, it's the old gosh gosh golly gee whiz it felt like Jeff Johns Sinestro Corps War back when it was yeah. fresh and new mm-hmm. and exciting and 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 he didn't fall into that 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 trench that he sometimes right. gets in you know uh, no this I I when this comes out I mean there's I think it's going to come out in three. Collections. I know there's one just for the one shots. Did we? Uh, um, speaking of this, did did we? 
Correct me if I'm wrong last week. Did we shout out our boy Tom King on the news? Uh, we did not, because I believe it happened on a Thursday. Oh, uh, well, I mean, because you made me think of it when you're talking about our our good buddy, Jeff. No, I think we did, though, right? Because we were joking about how when you come on our show, great things happen to you. Yes. Oh, we yes. did. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's it, we can repeat it because Tom, yeah, Tom deserves Tom it. Tom is officially, he is exclusive with DC. And That's pretty amazing. And yeah. my last issue of Vision right now is number 12. Getting all those health oh, benefits. Second, second. So you go. Uh, I know you guys talked about Rebirth a bit, um, but I was, you know, we, we got some incremental news, I guess, this past week in terms yes. of it. And um, I'm not trying to be like a downer, but I'm hella skeptical. Um, so I will be the, the light to your darkness. I, I'm very... <laughs> Excited, very optimistic. You're optimistic. I'm hopeful, but I've, I'm not, I'm not really numb to the news, but I've been burned enough where I can kind of expect them to not follow through. But for some reason, because they use the terms legacy, because they're recognizing that shit that happened before August 2011 really did happen and it's okay to embrace that. Uh, which they haven't in, in the years. They, they didn't say boo about it during multiversity. They didn't, I mean, convergence maybe reminded them that fans did like the stuff that happened back in the eighties and nineties. Uh, so I am, I'm thinking maybe they realize that because they're, they're not, they're not wiping their hands of, of the new 52. That's still, I still exist, but for the first time, it's, it's, uh, they're, they're not, uh, reticent. Yeah, the, the, the heels aren't stuck into the ground going, no, 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 we're only moving forward. We cannot look back and, and this is well, it. Right. So let me see. I, I am going to read a lot of these titles, give them a try. So I'm going to go in like I always do, open up, open, open arms. So I'm, I'm hoping that I enjoy a bunch of the books and start reading more DC than I have been. But I'll just go quickly through the issues that have me concerned. Uh, one, I recoil when I read Jeff John saying that, while I understand it's cool that he's talking about bringing the legacy back, he also said emphatically that these books are not for casual readers. And, like, that's bewildering to me that DC has essentially concluded that they can't gain new readership. It's impossible. And like, I, I guess you could argue that the numbers bear that out because they've never had a lower market share. So maybe they have to sort of get back to pleasing their aging fan base, ourselves included. And, and as an, as an aging fan, I mean, on a personal level, these stories can end up being more exciting to me than some of the newer stuff. But that said, I think from a business decision, it saddens me that they've concluded that their only hope is to go back to fan service of people that are now approaching their fifties and sixties. But that's that is the reality of it. So it is what it is. Not saying. Can, can we re, can we reply to that? Uh, let me just run through my other ones, and then you can reply to all of them. Um, I am a little perplexed at the idea that they're making such a big deal of going down to a two ninety nine price point, which is cool. But if we're playing fair and apples to apples, we're not getting digital codes, which Marvel gives you, and. More importantly, a huge chunk of this new rebirth line is going to be shipped twice monthly. So I would argue quite emphatically, and LCS owners or workers that listen to our show, please chime in if you agree or disagree. 
Cam and Christina especially, I would argue that putting a book out at two ninety nine every two weeks is as uh just is as distracting if and difficult to getting people to continue with it or try it, if not more so than charging three ninety nine per issue for a monthly book. So I think their intent of lowering the price but trying to trick trick us by putting it out more often is going to not help their sales. Um, and then three, and my main issue of why I say I'm skeptical about this is they've deluged the world for two weeks now about PR behind this, yet we have no creative team on any of these books. I think we got they, the titles of the books, right? But we don't have the creative teams. And so uh, this, how do I not interpret that as being? We've had Johns talk a lot. We've had Jim Lee talk a lot. We've had the Dio talk a lot. So how do I not interpret this to be DC's editors are in a kerfluffle because the sales are in a shitter? And they're getting pressure, so they're doing a big giant editorial mandate and then getting a bunch of people and throwing them at these books. And these guys are going to be doing editor's work, not stuff that they're really passionate about. Now, again, I'm going to try the books, and I'm completely open and and going to be sure that many of these books are likely to be quality stuff. So I'm I'm not suggesting that it's a fait accompli that this stuff is going to be more editorially driven than creator-driven. But when you're giving me two weeks of PR behind a relaunch, and I can't find one as written by or as drawn by, you got me concerned. And I, I definitely get that. I, I, I respect that. I, I'm, I'm with you because it's not, you could tell me that 1990 Superman is coming back, but if Dan Jurgens or any of the people who wrote him during those weeks aren't involved, it's going to be very hard for me to really see what their commitment is. However, I'm thinking that they announced Rebirth at at Comics Pro, right? Yep. Which is a basically a retailer summit. So if mm-hmm. if if DC is presenting this and again and this and this goes but yeah, I know the news sites picked it up and, and everybody ran with it and 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 the editors and everybody is going to go on Twitter and social media and talk about it. But this this goes back to my whole theory about, you know, previews not being for the readers. And if, if, if DC is going to give this news to Comics Pro and the retailers, letting them know this is what we're planning, I believe the creators are going to be announced as con season gets underway. And we have C2E2 in a few weeks. WonderCon, I was told, would be when. Okay. And that's, when is that? Is that before C2E2? In a couple of weeks? Uh, I think it's a couple of weeks now. So, you know, we will, and, and, you know, I'm sure they're saving some big ones for San Diego. Um, but they're, I'm, I'm okay with the rollout right now just because of the time frame and, and how they've been working. They didn't announce this at the end of the year. It's not like it's some, some spring cleaning type thing. It's, it's, we're a comics pro. We're announcing something that the retailers can get behind and expect. And then for the fans at our panels and everything else, that's when we'll get everybody else to know what's going on. And, and, and again, you know, news leaks. So just because you say something at comics, I mean, God, we fucking get, uh, we get Stevenson's speech every year. So, you know, it's not that, that might not it's be for our speech, ears. Only sometimes he's angry. <laughs> just the, yeah, I know, it's like a little mellow this year. I understand why he's got to be so angry. I know, dude. You mad, bro? He says you're in a good spot. If I ever meet him, I'm just going to give him a t-shirt. I'm going to have a t-shirt in my bag that says you mad, bro. You mad, bro. What's up, bro? So you have... Ron's Ron's face on it. (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell would wear that? (laughs) 
But, uh, yeah, no, so, I mean, I, I, I want, uh, I, I know Vince was going to jump in there a while ago. Um, way back when, the big two didn't care about continuity, or not continuity, didn't care about, um, new reader friendliness, yet we all started reading comics at one time or another. We did our homework. We went back and read the books that we we needed to read to get up to snuff, right? So I don't know. I I, I don't think uh, new reader friendly books. Well, no, no, that I wasn't think, the quote. The quote was, "It's not for the casual fan." Right. Um. Yeah. I I I I that that just makes me more optimistic because I don't want it to be for the casual fan. If someone wants to get into comics, I believe, like anything, they should have to work for it. You you know you, you know what I mean. You don't start watching um, one Star Wars movie and then you, you know okay uh, you're you're done with the whole saga. No, you got you got to you got to watch them all, right? That's that's how people are. You uh, like something you no, look at look at it's the, made to be watched by itself. <laughs> no, but it's the Netflix mentality. People just binge. They they want to they want to consume. I think it's a good idea. And and you also have business wise. No, I don't think it's a good idea business wise. Sure. But in terms of, you know, what we went through, we weathered that storm and we're still here. Yeah. No, but well, we're still here, but we all just said there's about 20, 30 issues of Justice League that we didn't read. And, and right. so there's, I think. When we do read it. Yes. It's, it's right. Good. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm not just because I read the Amazovirus and now the Dark Side War doesn't mean I'm going to go back and read what I missed. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, with where I'm at right now. The, with, with DC though, I, I get, you know, part of me is like, well, fuck yeah, I'm not the casual reader. I'm not the dude who just, you know, picked up Prez or Bizarro or, or Gotham Academy and, and this is my DC. I've, I'm familiar with the characters that came before this. So if they want to kind of, how many times have you read on online that uh oh I was I, I've been reading DC since the seventies and then a new fifty two came and I don't recognize these characters, I'm gone, I'm out, I'm out. And and it's not for me anymore. And now DC wants to do something and it it's not I, I like you guys have said it's not it may not be smart business because you don't know how much money you're wasting or losing or leaving behind. But if they want to do something that is like, okay, listen, we've heard a lot of our older fans have left, don't know what's going on. This is, we want you back and, and we're listening. I, I, I can appreciate that. I think it's not that then these are going to be lost leaders that, that I think they can afford to lose a little bit of money on, on taking a gamble at this point to get some of their older readers back. I think creatively, I'm very pleased that w- with what I hear financially, like, like if I was Jason, uh, yeah, I would be a bit concerned sure. because th- you know, they don't make money. The books aren't going to be continue to be published. Right. Um, and then they can turn but, around and say, well, we tried it. We tried giving you guys what you wanted. Nobody bought it. And that's the other thing. Nobody, just because nobody bought it, that doesn't mean just because you did what the fans wanted. That's not the story still have to be good. You can, exactly. I, I, I'm, I am a Cullen Bunn and, and, and Riley Brown fan. I wasn't feeling that Lobo. 
so I didn't stick around. And it, it's, it's just one of those things where you can, you could put creators on a book. You can put creators on a book with, with characters I like, but if I'm not feeling the story, I'm, I'm, I'm not sticking around. There's a reason why characters resonate, right? If you take Lobo, who admittedly found at one time a pretty massive fan base. Lobo was a very popular character for a number of years, mostly because of those miniseries, right? Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't because of Omega. They didn't, it, and, and they didn't overexpose him. He had, he had miniseries. He had a lot of miniseries. He fought Superman. He showed up in Justice League, but there wasn't for a long time. There was, same thing with Robin. They had Robin, right, Robin right. two, Robin three, and then eventually Tim Drake got his own series. But yeah, they, they, they had, they had the miniseries and, and that. And the, for the, you know, for the most part until they, yes, they started to dilute and, and the thing started to go south towards the end. And that's why you didn't see them anymore. But there was a time when, when Lobo was the shit. Yeah. Right. And, and now I, I, I just recently, I think it was on Bleeding Cool. I read, um, uh, uh, something about Supergirl where she dropped or someone on the show dropped the fact that there's going to be a bounty hunter. Uh, there may, may attract a bounty hunter of some kind. And already, you know, they're, 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 they're guessing that, oh, we're going to see Lobo on Supergirl. And, and the image that they used was, you know, the, the traditional. Okay. Rob, Rob Zombie Lobo. Right. You know, that's the Lobo everybody knows. So there, like I said, there's a reason why those, those characters resonate. Yeah. You can change them. You can put your spin on them. Like the new 52 is basically spun classic characters, right? But they're always going to go back because those characters got a foothold. There was a reason why those characters caught on in for the sure, first place. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you could do whatever you want with them. Just admit or at least, at least do so in a way where you're open to the fact that, yeah, maybe we'll go back to the way it was, which is what they're doing now. And I, I don't think there's any shame in this. No, listen, I, again, I, like, and I know that, uh, we don't talk business anywhere near as much as we used to, and probably for good reason. Um, like, look, I, I, I don't really pay much attention to the numbers much anymore these days on a regular basis, but from a business perspective, I get the decision to do this. The, the, Putting aside the quality issues or the intent of the new 52, their numbers are abysmal. I, I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. they're not acceptable by any stretch, right? They've lost tons of market share. They've consistently lost market share. And from the looks of it, unless their digital sales are through the roof, uh, a lot of the newer titles that are, have some critical acclaim are just not selling. So like from a business perspective, I get it. Like I get it. But a small part of me is a little bummed that essentially one of the big two publishers has concluded that in order to get their business right, they got to go back to catering to the same old curmudgeons that are already there and have never left. So that's all. Like, and, and again, I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not saying it won't make us like the books more. I'm not saying it won't make me read more DC because I am one of the old curmudgeons. But like, just the businessman to me thinks like, geez, I wish it weren't the case. I wish they could cater to us right. and find new audiences. Right, right. That's, that's understandable. Uh, one of the things that does have me a bit concerned was... While we did hear the name, we did not hear it wasn't officially announced as a title, and that is Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. They they did mention it, but they didn't say um, coming in, you know, July Legion. Of, they, they didn't say that at all. They said you know, and we're gonna get around to Legion, which 
that doesn't make me feel all that great. Because if you're going to relaunch uh, the DC Universe, one of the books you got to do it with is Legion. Yeah. You got to. You know, both with Marvel and DC, though, don't, at this point, don't you think they're just titles? Just by seeing the title, you know it's not going to last. Like, And I'm not saying oh, Legion is real, one, yeah. but like, for example... Um, well, I'd argue that Legion is definitely Maybe one. it is. Uh, yeah. I always have hope that Legion can can recapture the, the glory. Um, Deathstroke number like Deathstroke, they're going to make a twice monthly Deathstroke book. Look, look, we all love the Deathstroke. We've been given some kick-ass Deathstroke art. I mean, it's all good. Character's cool as hell. But there's zero chance on the earth that Deathstroke can handle two issues a month for long. Especially zero if it's chance. this new pretty boy. Well, either way, I, I don't care. Unless they put I don't even know they could put. It. I mean, if, unless they make it by Johns and uh, and Capullo, which isn't going to happen. There's just you, it's not that book's not lasting. Right. Well, I think the formula is pretty. You would. They should know how to you know sell comics. Warner Brothers has massive resources behind it. Pay the money, attract the top tier talent. Get good books. Out. I did hear I mean, that Jim Lee is going to be the first artist on the Suicide Squad. Yeah, for what four issues? Well, sure, but I mean that is going to be a big deal. I mean, the, for those, he'll that will sell well over a hundred thousand copies. Sure, and it should. Yeah. I, I'm going to buy it. I would like to see Jim doing sequentials. He did what a double page splash in Justice League, and it was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no, I, I if you wipe the slate. And you start with number ones. That attracts my attention. I'm a sucker for it. I did it with the new 52. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it but they got to go into this, hopefully thinking, all right, this is it. No more reboots. No more crisis. No more end of the universe. We're going to start fresh. Do it and give it legs. Just, just, just. Give it some longevity. Don't pull the plug. Go back to what worked. You know, cherry pick, right? You have the opportunity. If, if there's something that's going to end your universe and mingle it with everything that came before, you can cherry pick. Take the good stuff. Get rid of the bad stuff, right? right. Make your universe. Get it all shored up and let it go. Let it breathe. Let it live. Like Grant Morrison says, the DC universe is a living, breathing entity. Give it some room to to grow. That's all we're asking. Don't. Dude, it's nice and it's very honorable that you admit that the new 52 was a failed experiment. It's cool. Just do it right this time and, and let it, let it breathe. Let it go. That's all. That's all we're asking. Yeah. For sure. Don't, don't, don't use merchandising and, and, um, hackneyed plot mechanics to sell books just tell good damn stories that's it that's it awesome oh, i think so i want to hear what david's I'm... been reading wow shut me down yeah. shut Wait, me I right you down talked about your book it's like a bilco door i wasn't i wasn't done well, you weren't done with the with the Mm-mm. Oh. i'm liking the grape oh, oh. yeah it's um it's very potent, isn't it? It can be, yes. No, I was done. I was just shitting you. Um, uh, just to just to wrap that up, um, it's just plain good comics. It's good, exciting, 
um, do you remember when Justice League? And the, what more can you ask for? I like it. Yeah. Um, damn. Now this is probably going to be anticlimactic. Um, <laughs> I, I decided to take a stroll down memory lane. Ooh. Yay. Mostly be, I, I love memory no way lane. Be anticlimactic. Well, considering what we just finished talking about. Oh, it, I see. Um, Vince Rude did as usual. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Uh, this, this was partly for Vince, but it, it's, um. I know he says that out of love, so I don't get mad at that yeah, at all. The, the, uh. It's true. After, I, I needed something, anything really, uh, to wash the taste out of my mouth from, um, wash the taste out of my mouth from, that was. Oh, he's gonna bring that Superman thing up I'm again. Not. Thank you for doing you it. Work. So Damn, I don't you got Max Landis issues, man. Oh man, Max yeah. Landis. So, he slapped you in the cheek <laughs> with his dick. Yeah, Max Landis is C2E2. I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to hold you back. You, you know what? I know it's, it's not his intent, but I actually want to read it now because it, if it affected David this much, it's gotta be it's hella just, bad. No, it, it's. It, I know, I know. People have read it, have, have, uh, and have not had any of the issues. I have. It, it's, you know, in a world that we have a movie like The Man of Steel, it's, I, I guess it's understandable. You know, I mean, there's just so many. The bad, bad world. I, I guess the, um, you know, when I think of Clark Kent growing up and, and it, it just, it's, it's a weird book. Anyway, uh, to kind of scrub my brain from that, I decided to go way back. Um, well, maybe not way. Maybe, um, maybe to say 1992, beginning of 93. Um, and your, uh, your weekly Superman. Ooh. Series. Uh, starting off with, uh, Man of Steel number 17. And ending with Fire in the Sky. Superman number 75. You read Fire in the Sky? I did not read Fire in the Sky. What's this? What's this arc? Well, the first four issues, Man of Steel 17, Superman 73, Adventures of Superman 496, and Action Comics 683, the only reason they are part of what I wanted to read was because of the last page of each issue. And the last page of each issue... You just see somewhere else a fist punching a wall. Oh, okay. Saying the sound effect is Krang. And I decided I'm going to reread The Death of Superman. Oh, there's no shame no, in that. That's a great, great, it's a great damn story. And, and, and and did, I, you pull a, did you pull off one of the unopened? No, I still no. I I, I read the uh, one that I opened the first. Every time, time I, I, I read one of the X Men number ones again, I just take one of my unopened ones and open it up. And... <laughs> How many full uh, five number one issues of X Force do you still have? Uh, I mean, I don't know. At, at least four or five. Okay. All right. No, no BS. How many issues of Death of Superman did you buy back in back in way back when? Me. I, 
Or us, you mean? All, all of us, right, yeah. Right. Uh, I bought a standard edition. Mm-hmm. I bought one sealed bag to keep sealed, and I bought a sealed so I could see what the contents were, so I could get the armband and and uh, and, and the poster. Hmm. Jason zero. Wow. One DC kit. Wasn't a DC kit, yeah. Oh boy. How many did you buy, Vince? <laughs> How many did you leave behind at the shop? I bought one standard. Right. One um deluxe, which I opened because I wanted to see right. that. You know. And I bought um eight for the box. Oh shit. Dang man. Good lord. Yeah. I bought ten. Ten total. Discount. Oh okay. sure. Come on. Uh so yeah, so the first four issues is basically just Doomsday is coming and they're all pretty much done in one um Superman stories. The first one, uh Man of Steel number seventeen, uh Superman dealing with the underworld, uh written by Louis Simonson, pencils and inks by John Bogdanova and uh Bob McCloyd. Bob McCloud, sorry, and uh and and Mike Harlan uh is your editor. I still love Bogdanov's Superman. Me too. I love that Me barrel too. chest. I love the wide shoulders. Amazing. The I the totally agree. Yeah. Um and he his his Daily Planet, his uh his his cast of characters, the supporting cast at Daily Planet, they all had the high waist trousers, the suspenders, they 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 look like the fedoras, they all look like they just came out of a nineteen forties movie set. Uh so that was the first first issue. Uh, and Bibbo. Well, yes. Oh I love I, I love his Bibbo. And this is what's one of the realizations I had while rereading it. Uh if you were a if, if you weren't reading Superman every week, uh, aside from Lois and Jimmy, you really don't see too many of, of Superman's supporting cast. You see Hamilton and his female companion at the time and Bibbo, uh, on a roof while they're trying to take down Doomsday and, and everybody's wearing these, these force field generating belts, but you know, up until that point, you haven't seen Hamilton really in 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 any of the um in in any of the eleven issues that I read. Uh, so as long as you knew the world of Superman as you're reading this, I mean, if you were going to read this event because oh, oh you heard Superman's going to die, um, there were a couple things that may have just caused you to a speed bump in the story. But for the, but you know, you just, you knew that it was Superman's friend. who was trying to help him and, and stop doomsday. Um, Superman number 73. I remember reading this when it came out and it was about, it was basically, it wasn't wave riders origin, but it was, uh, it was wave rider. Uh, seeing his grandfather die again. It was at a dinner that, uh, that Superman and Lois and Lana and Pete were all together in at a restaurant. And, uh, and it was, it was a time travel story. And, and, and again, it was just another one where one issue in and, and it wrapped up by the end of the issue. Adventures of Superman was, uh, was weird because it was a, um, it was definitely, a, a filler issue and it was uh it was written 
by Jerry Ordway, but it was completely drawn um, by Dennis Jackie, who is usually the anchor over Ordway's pencils. Um, and this was about Mixoplick, uh, oh, being yeah. present. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's completely corny and, and, and very silver agey. Right. Uh, and then action comics was the introduction of a character who looked like the Puma, but was actually the Jackal, uh, who was kind of, he's, he's trying to, um, he's ridding the world. Of, of bad guys, of drug dealers, of rapists, of, uh, and so he's being Judge Jerry and executioner and, and he has attitude towards Superman because Superman is telling him that's not basically how we do it. You can stop them, but you don't really have to kill them. But after that, we, um, but it's, but it's so much fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. Uh, with Man of Steel number 18, that's when, uh, that's when the, the Doomsday storyline really it gets underway. Uh, it is triangle number 45 and it is, uh, it is just straight up doomsday destroying everything in his path. Uh, killing a small little bird who lands in his hand. <laughs> I love that you scene. Would. <laughs> that scene uh, Breaking the deer's <laughs> neck and, and yeah. it's just the dude is just, <laughs> he's dying. Greatest Superman villain ever. Bar none. Screw Luther. What? Doomsday is number one. You love Doomsday. I he love does. Doomsday. He really does. A mindless beast. He, uh. He's not mindless. He's, he's, he's just, at, he's just. He's mad. Glowing forward and, and just making a straight line to wherever. He's got, there's absolutely nothing stopping him. And I never really paid attention to it at the time. But, He's laughing. Yeah. He's, he's, he is. Yeah. This is straight up ha 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 ing as, as, as he's killing everything. Uh, he, um, he, the, the, after the first issue, after Man of Steel, uh, number 18, we cut to the first tie in, which is Justice League America number 69. And that's, um, that's Jurgens and, uh, and Rick Burchett. And, and that's, the Justice League taking on Doomsday before Superman gets there. Uh, actually, Superman is on a uh, is on a talk show, uh, but the Justice League is 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 made aware of Doomsday. They try to stop him. This Justice League consists of Fire, Ice, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, <laughs> Guy Gardner looking like a doofus with his jeans tucked into his cowboy boots because it's Guy Gardner Warrior with the yellow ring. And Vince's favorite Justice Leaguer ever, Bloodwind. Yeah, yeah, friggin' Bloodwind. <laughs> so, yes, uh, sir. Surprise. Yeah, and and I'm a Martian, bitch. But, but what's funny is we have we do have a page where there is a lot of fire and and uh, there's an explosion. Bloodwind is caught up in that, and and Blue Beetle recognizes who he is, who, who Bloodwind truly is, and it's you, you can tell that this was. Every time, well, at least in this issue, there was there was one point where uh, Beetle was trying to get Bloodwind to assist with uh, evacuating people, um, and I think Maxima said that uh, you know she'll she'll get involved, or, or one of the other Justice League was like, I'll I'll be there to help him too, and Beetle was kind of miffed because he just he wants to get a 
he needs to get a read on Bloodwood. He knows nothing about him, and and uh, that would have been his opportunity. Um, but uh, Beetle is still trying to figure. So Beetle's mind really isn't in the fight. So once no, because he got it bashed in between the car door. He. How about Beetle? Dude, I mean, he should really be. He dead. really should be. I mean, he was he was thrown from hither and yon. He's uh, Doomsday is just straight up knocking the crap. No, slamming his head in between the car door, and it's just like, I, I, I back it back then when I read that, I was like, there's no way that Beetle could. Survive yeah, I'm wondering this. if maybe he was supposed to die at one point, but he 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 slams guy's face. In the ground and, and still laughing at it. Eyes, guys eyes are pretty much welded shut just because they're all black and blue. Um, but he, he, while Beetle is realizing who Bloodwind is, Doomsday yokes him up, slams him into a wall, slams him down into a, um, in, into a pipe, slams him back into a, uh, another wall, a container. And, and all he's, and, and Beetle is still able to say very quietly, someone help me. In, in three heard. separate <laughs> little balloon, uh, word balloons. Um, and then, and then Doomsday just flips Beetle in here, all still with one hand tied behind his back. Doomsday yeah. only has the one arm free, fucking everybody up with just the one arm. You see, Jurgens was kind enough to draw three separate panels of Beetle falling back to Earth, landing in a lump and, and, uh, and Ice very, very concerned. Um, I always liked Ice. And, and she says, uh, Booster says we need to get to a hospital quick. Ice says, I think it may be too late, Booster, but I pray that I'm wrong. And, and Booster just starts wigging out because bromance. And then you have, the fist just come out of nowhere. Smack booster clear across the state. Um, and thank God for the force. And, and yes. And, and Superman was able to, to grab him and, uh, save him from falling too far. Um, now don't front, don't front at all. You got to admit it was the absolute worst of what the, the, the comics industry was capable. I mean, it was pure exploitation, pure sensationalism just to sell comics. But damn, if it wasn't one of the greatest Superman stories ever told, you got it. Come on. You got to give it up. It, 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 it is, well, it was the fall of Superman. So yes, it, it, it needs, but I, I mean, I'm talking death of Superman straight through. Funeral for a friend. Of, oh, funeral, no, yeah. I do that every week. I, 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 was, I had to read that issue every week first. Yeah. Had to know what was going on. Had to figure out, okay, well, it's definitely not Steel because he blick. And then you, it's not going to be, it's not going to be the cyborg because that just makes no damn sense. It could be the eradicator because he's Kryptonian because he kind of looks right. like him more than anybody else. I'm like, mm. but then again, could be super. It could be the clone because he's, he's gonna write. Yes. So, so I was like, I was like, I need to. This is I'm I'm invested. I'm all in. Me too. I was way deep into DC at that point. And and you had you dude. I mean, you had Tom Grummet on Superboy. It's I, like, I was going no. there. I was going. There. I was just and I Carl Kessel, Tom Grummet, anything that gave us that Superboy series. 
uh, knockout, yeah. the commandy stuff. Come on. There was uh, Kessel had recently posted a double page spread from the Superboy One Million. Oh, I like and that. He he. Um, I never read that issue, but he was talking about, and, and he pointed out some of the things that were on, that were on the two pages. Um, there were a couple things that he had no idea where where it was going or, or when they would actually get to talk about that. But he was giddy about you know being able to draw certain certain things or, or inking certain things that mm-hmm. that Grummet had um, had penciled, but. Uh, that was Cadmus right there at the center of it all. Well, when you get to we get Superman seventy four, and that's when um, that was mostly a story from the point of view of some um, emo rebellious teenager uh, who's got a problem with his mom because dad left, dad divorced mom, moved out, and mom stuck with his entitled spoiled teenage ass and their young and, and his, his baby brother or her younger son. Um, but ice comes flying through the kitchen window and, uh, and, and Superman brings the fight to doomsday booster is there. Whoever's left standing from the justice league is still trying to, um, to, to help out while, while ice is knocked out and laid out on the kitchen counter. Doomsday comes up, says ha, punches her right in the gut, so she's never having kids. And now you have the, um, you have, you have Bloodwind with his laser eyes, you have Fire, you have Booster, you have Guy, you have Superman all unloading with whatever energy powers they have within them on Doomsday, not making a dent. Everybody spent. Doesn't matter. uh, Booster's Batteries are, are, are dead. Guy can't even see, but he's still trying to pour it on. I'm pretty sure Bloodwind's pretty much spent. Um, they're all just done. And, and yeah, and Doomsday just shrugs it off and then goes bull in a china shop, runs through everybody. Um, guy's asking, where is he? He was right in front of him. He, guy gets run over. Everybody's getting the crap beat out of him. Doomsday is, is, um, slamming, slamming Booster's head in a car door. Oh, was it Booster? It was Booster in the, uh, in the next issue. Oh, um, Force Field. Yeah, but yeah. So, uh, so everybody is. I thought it was Beetle. I know. But no, because Beetle's, Beetle's in the hospital at this point. Uh, he's bad. There's a fire that breaks out in the house, but Superman is on his way after Doomsday flying through the air. Uh, but this kid stuck in the house with his mother who's unconscious and the baby that's crying. <laughs> screaming for Superman to help. I know I've been a dick and this, that, and the other. And Superman is right, literally right on Deadpool's heels. Still decides, though, that I need to, I need to rescue this kid and his family. And, uh, so let's. Did you say, did you say Deadpool? I did, did I, right? I believe I, I did. So. Let's Doomsday go and, and goes back and saves. Saves the kid and, um, and, 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 and the family. So you have, um, slice of life, baby. It's what Superman does best. Well, he tries. Now, how smart of it was the fact that they, 
the first time we see Doomsday, he's in that containment suit. Yeah. So you don't really know, you know, the extent of, you know, what he looks like, how deformed he is. You get the physical proportions down, but or he's a big dude. But as far as, you know, but ass ugly, you don't get that no. effect until much later. It was a nice way to just gradually ease you into this. Yeah. The storyline where you know Doomsday keeps slamming on the on the walls and he breaks free and he can, he gradually loses the containment suit and you're just like damn look at this and, and, and that containment suit I mean it's got to be it doesn't look like it's thick or very padded but I mean something's up if it's able to keep these bone protrusions in in check and not um, well they extend he got excited it, oh just, did he it's, it's it's like shapey it's like when uh, it's like when Echo was was really was Ronan. <laughs> That's it. I like it. Yes, that's right. You know, it, by all accounts, it looked like a man in that costume, but it was really a skinny, voluptuous woman. <laughs> Seriously, the man, baby. Good things. That's well, that's a man. So no, it's like I, when I, Vince I, gets undressed, it's like you wouldn't think he's got oh, that dime piece figure, but he does. He does. Seriously, he really does. Uh, no, I, I think uh, if you if if you press me against the wall and said, name your favorite Superman stories. Yeah, that's a Superman will be way, way, way up, up to the top of the list. I love that. It, it is up there. It is not, it's, it's not my absolute favorite. It's not, it's not my number one, but it is by all means. It's, and not, and I'm going to get to it when, when, when I get to the, to the climax of the story. It's, what? Well, <laughs> what? Um, it's, it's also, special to me because of the time it evokes because i was so caught up in it it's not it'd be very hard for me to dismiss it and shrug it off because i i i was sold i i this was my dc at that time i did not care all that much about nightfall and night's end and and i I, batman having his back broken was a big deal but Azrael really wasn't somebody i could get behind and and it's just it wasn't cumbersome yeah i i mean i i've enjoyed a lot of batman stories since then i thought cataclysm was great especially with the buckingham art i thought uh you know no man's land i there were there were a lot of batman stories i enjoyed but as far as you know big changes for the characters it was it was death of superman by a mile um grummet draws uh adventures of superman 497 and this is the other thing this is even i mean we're 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 weeks away from the original Superman series hitting number 500. Um, and yes, going back to the DC news, I am extremely giddy that action and detective are going back to the original number. Sure. Uh, but you have Superman decides to give up the chase on doomsday. Uh, doomsday smacks him around a little bit. Superman thinks he's got him down in the water he realizes that Doomsday cannot fly. He's got to jump. So if I just bury him in this lake silt, then maybe um, it'll give me a breather and a fighting chance. Flies back to the house, saves mom, saves baby. Um, mom dyed her hair in between issues, apparently, and then gets uh, gets ready to head back to take care of Doomsday. Uh, unfortunately, there's a helicopter circling the lake and doomsday decides to fuck up a helicopter and uh while doing that superman catches up to him 
starts fighting him over the Kirby County Police Station. That's right. And uh, that fight goes on for a few pages beautifully illustrated. Man, I, I, man, I just, I need, I will not rest until I have something original from Tom Grumman in my collection. I think we're going to have to fight for it. That is our goal. It, it, That's it, our goal in Chicago is to look. Especially if it's a, if it's a Superboy page. Oh. No, you're going down. <laughs> like full flat ties. I, I think, I also, I think Grummet draws a fantastic Superman. I love his Superman. I yeah, absolutely yeah. do. It's, it's, it just, it, he fills out his suit nicely. So then you have. Grum- <laughs> what? Grummet what? Grummet doesn't do enough. He doesn't oh, do enough no, comics. No, no. Y'all can get that shit with the quickness. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Did you, are you Googling it already? Well, I already know. He's Anthony. Anthony. Oh, is he? Okay. Nice. Uh, well, Shit uh, is cheap, yo. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. It's it's, it is. It's, it's criminally, criminally underrated. Magic, son. The, uh, the, now Jason knows what he's getting us for Christmas this year. You have, uh. Um, yeah, we don't do that anymore. Oh, <laughs> we missed one year. We don't we do could, it anymore. We could, say, yeah, I was <laughs> We could start because I, I could use a grumble yeah, page. Right? Yeah. Well, I have yeah. I have Vince's present here from last summer, so yeah, I just oh, uh, snooky, snooky. Um, so Jimmy Jimmy is is uh, is playing um, Turtle Boy at uh, Love at it. WGBS, and he uh, Lois shows up, gets in Cat Grant's face because they they're both needed. Perry needs uh, Jimmy to take some photos. Lois has to be on. Um, on the scene for this. While all of this is happening, this is something else I forgot. I forgot that Lex Luthor II had Supergirl wrapped around his finger. Sure. Matrix. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you find out, you find out in a hurry and, and the hard way that Matrix cannot hold a shape when, when Doomsday hauls off on her. But, uh, no. she's, you, you gotta know that Lex was hitting that. Oh, hard. absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Sure. I mean, with all the problems he was having anyway, but you, um, Supergirl is, is trying to, you know, she's like, listen, let me go, let me go help. And, and Lex is putting the kibosh on it because he says, you gotta, you gotta stay here. Metropolis needs you. They need to see that S. They, they, they need to know that they're safe and that their well-being is, is, is being considered. Um, let Superman handle it. He can handle everything, and then in a thought balloon, you know, Lord knows he handles everything else I throw at him. Um, fight's still going on. It happens at a gas station. Huge explosion. It's a beautiful page with the characters in in, uh, in silhouette. Uh, Guardian shows up, and uh, his Cadmus is nearby, and uh, of course, that's when uh, Superman decides it's time to um, stop this, put an end to it now. Even if I have to do it alone, because obviously the Justice League is is down for the count. Um, we had two action comics, number six eighty four, and with that, um, we have uh, the Jackson Geis and uh, Dennis Rodier as your artist. Roger Stern is writing action comics. Superman's looking around at the destruction. He heads out, and Jackson Geis really gets close-ups on, on Doomsday's face. I, I think he had a great vision for um, for the character. Yeah. Doomsday's on his way to... Actually, he's on his way to a Lexmark and, and uh, walks up into the electronics aisle face-to-face in front of a large screen projection TV, and there's a dude who looks like Hulk Hogan 
saying that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go after who I gotta go after this time. It's war. Uh, be there, be square at the Metropolis Arena, and that's this is when I started to realize that Doomsday was actually communicating. He wasn't just grunting and and yelling, but he he's he's spelling out or he's he's trying to pronounce Metropolis. So now he has a mission, and he's on his way straight line or whatever the shortest distance between two points is he's he's heading towards metropolis um to vince's point about you know lex hitting it supergirl is standing there watching this on tv and here comes lex basically um it looks like it looked like he was fixing his time but i'm guessing he was getting undressed uh Mm -hmm. you have you have that going on superman's still there's a very there are pages where where guys just straight up draw Superman and and Doomsday as if Kirby would, and and it's just it's fitting. Steal, it is it steal from the best. Oh, yeah. So um, so Superman realizes where Doomsday is heading because because Doomsday keeps mentioning Metropolis. Uh, Superman throws him in the other direction. Really doesn't stop him much, but there's this. Um, Instead of, uh, there's this basically log type city that, 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 that is a cadmus operation. Uh, it's, it's, it's a research facility. Superman and Doomsday are fucking this up to no end. Uh, Doomsday puts Superman down, buries him under some rubble, and decides to start bounding his way to Metropolis. We get, uh, Superman and Man of Steel number 19 is, uh, all about Doomsday getting to Metropolis, Superman fighting him around Metropolis. Um, Ma and Pa Kent are watching this on TV. And now we are in Metropolis. Lex has a news conference. Finally, Supergirl is allowed to go help out. We see Hamilton and Bibbo with their, um, with their laser, <laughs> just love Bibbo, with their laser cannon on top of the, um, on, on, uh, Hamilton had to show Bibbo how to shoot it. Well, yeah, and and Mildred's just standing back there. I I was like, what the hell is Baron Zemo doing here? So she's she's just chilling back here. They're all wearing these like championship looking belts, but it's it's obviously for the force field. Doomsday smacks the taste out of Supergirl's mouth. It just the sound effect is just blash, and she just turns into this complete. Her her face just goes blob, and yeah, and then uh, she falls in a um. A purplish gray mass, um, thinking to herself itself that, uh, oh, he must be some kind of alien. The laser blast hits Doomsday and then he decides to head toward the rooftop where, uh, where Hamilton and Bibbo and Mildred were standing. Superman is rescuing, uh, Keith and, and Myra. Keith is his, uh, orphaned little pal. Uh, who, who's been in a few issues here and there, and I believe was also uh, involved in um, Worlds Collide at one point. But you have uh, Turpin and Maggie, and and the MCU blasting Doomsday to no avail. Doomsday starts throwing everybody around. Superman catches Turpin, and now we have the actual fight. Where um, although you have some Lex armed guards showing up trying to 
take Doomsday down, do what they can. That's not doing anything. Doomsday cuts Superman. There's a nice little slick sound effect and, and blood squirting out from uh, Superman's ribs. The punches, you, this was great by, by Bogdanov. You can actually feel the punches on, on these pages. It's, it's insane. But we are continuing to Superman 75, which I forgot. I realized it at the time because I noticed how different it looked, but I absolutely forgot. And it kind of bugs me a little bit that this issue was nothing but splash pages. One page panels throughout. Well, that was the deal. It was a carefully controlled lead up. If you look at the issues before that, it goes in descending order. They all, there was one issue where there was just four panels per yeah. page, then three, yeah, it was then all, it two, was and then one. No, it was, it was very tightly controlled. Um, but I do think that as cool as it was at the time, as cool as it is to see, I feel that, um, it may have lessened the impact a little bit. I mean, yes, it was, it was larger than life. They were huge. These are huge panels. And, and yes, you don't want to, you don't want to go, Nine panels on a page with a big, big fight like this. I, right. I, I, I get it. I'm, I'm fine with that. But I think it did. Um, I think if we did get a few pages with some more panels uh, showing some of the action instead of it just basically kind of being because a lot of the panels do just look like straight up pinups. Um, but it's still there, there were some tender moments. You had a moment between Clark and between Superman and Lois. Uh, before he goes and heads out. Um, but also because they were just one, one panel, some of the, some of the angles, some of the scenes are, are a little awkward, but we, um, they, they delivered on their promise. It was, it did, it, it was a fight to the death and you had, uh, they, they were hitting each other so hard. They were, they were cracking, smashing, breaking windows and, uh, See, that's the thing for me. At some point, Superman should have realized that, alright, this creature is, is, is result, the presence of this creature is resulting in billions of dollars of damages and lost lives. That poor bird, the deer, you know, other, other, other living things. Why didn't he just pick him up? Take him in space. And, and throw him into the sun. Yeah. Like, why not? Yes. All right. We know you have, uh, uh, you, you're not, you're never going to kill and, and that's not who you are, but you got to weigh your options. You saw what, what this thing did to the justice. But that's, right? and, but you even have in number 75, you have, he, Superman is blasting Doomsday with his heat vision. He wants destruction and death to stop him. I have to be every bit as ferocious and unrelenting as he is. And Lois is pleading with him, you can't, you cannot stoop to his level. He wants to kill and you can't. So that's the thing. Lois lost the fight for him. Yeah. Because he listened to Yes. Dumbass. See, it's it's, it's Mary Jane all over again. So you have... uh, For real. Superman is being cut to pieces by his bone, by Doomsday's bony protrusions. Uh, but there is one, one part where Superman gains the upper hand because he breaks off the bones protruding from Doomsday's knees. 
mm-hmm. and is holding and, and is basically doing a, a, a feast, feast, a feat of strength with, uh, with Doomsday. Doomsday does actually scream aloud. Um, they're still punching each other. They're going in for the final blow. Superman with the, uh, with the double arm axe handle and comes down, looks like he breaks Doomsday's neck. At the same time, Doomsday swings and, uh, severely hits, uh, Superman in the face. They both fall. Great panel, great page by Jurgens by showing the hero and villain falling in Jimmy's camera lens. Uh, we cut to Ma and Pa consoling each other. Lois is holding Superman. Justice League finally shows up because, you know, better late than never. And uh, we have the three-page fold-out where she is holding Superman up and then lets him fall. And that is the day a Superman died. I still... I still felt something similar to what I felt when I first read it back then. Yep. Great comics. Absolute great comics. And... But, go ahead. No, but they... they the, the, it was all savagery though. They, yes, you had this antagonist that was, um, to our perception, unstoppable, but we didn't really know why he was like that. Right. We didn't have the, the opportunity. They didn't have a time, the time in the story to really go into why Doomsday was the way he was, but, and, and that, once they did, and I think they did it in, um, Jurgens and Breeding did it in, um, what was it, Hunter Prey? I think that they really fleshed out why Doomsday is the way he is because of forced evolution. They, they would put him in a very precarious situation and he would die and they would use that DNA and make another right. one. And, and the, the being, the resulting being after every one of these savage beatings, deaths, would retain the information of everyone that came before. Right. So, so this creature was, was learning to be this he's unstoppable the force of, he's regenerating no, yeah. and, and, but he just, he, because the doctor remembers everything, but this was just a, a force yeah. filled with hate and destruction. Yeah. But, and wouldn't you be, if something kept killing you, and bringing you back and killing well, it's you and bringing you back. Nurture, though. I mean, that was that was his whole purpose. If 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 you keep being brought back, but you're surrounded by people, but don't you feel bad for him? No. What? He's an organism that's being manipulated in a laboratory. He doesn't have a choice. He's just he's just he's unleashed still, and he's that, killed. That and I, I I can't excuse his actions from that though. Just because that's that, like, that that's what he was forced to do or that's that's what he became. He still he still did those things. But he's got no other way. He doesn't so know. yes, the people who created that, who put that in motion should also oh, it's be all held on them. accountable. Yeah. Yes, they're responsible. Seriously. But I can't I, I can't just shrug it off and go, "Oh, well, you know, if if only." He still did what he did. He still caused the destruction he's, he's right but it's like dark side's omega beams when he unleashes those omega beams they gotta find a target do you blame the omega beams or do you blame the person unleashing the, the omega <laughs> beams in the first place uh, no seriously it's, it's, it's you don't blame argument. the the uh no it's not i'm just it's it could be but it's <laughs> it's not intended to be that where it i 
I love that you are a huge Doomsday fan. As much as I, I love as Doomsday. much as I love and enjoy this story, Doomsday is probably not Stop. a top five don't, villain. Don't for me. don't say it, David. David, don't take it back. <laughs> take it. You could do that. <laughs> I could make you not say that. That's true. Yes, you can. It you is, can I can't. But I won't because that's not my style. But I learned to love the Doomsday. Did you read? He's did you read cute. Doom? Did you read that 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 series that just started a couple months ago? Doom. Doomed. We talk. No, about, we I talk, think a bunch of kids, or there's there's a Doomsday virus, or they have. I don't know anything about it. I just know that Doomed was in previews, and I didn't know if uh, Doom is it Doomsday as in Doomsday. I don't. I don't think Doomsday is in it. I think they. I think like Doomsday genes or DNA oh. are. I, I think oh. these kids are like just infected with something. I don't. I don't know ah, anything about it. It's like just, Spider Island with Doomsday. Oh, okay. Don't don't make me read it. What'd you <laughs> it's say? Like Spider, it's like Spider Island. Island with Doomsday. Dude, I don't know what. Well, because you, your your previews stopped coming with the DC pages, so I know that you haven't seen it. By the way, speaking of previews, how about Image going the Marvel route and having their own special previews yeah. thing now? You know what? If you're gonna if you're gonna do a um, a continued uh, origin Walking of Dead. Megan, and you're gonna give it to me for free. I'm reading it. Of course. Yeah, hell yeah. Guilty. No, I'm, I'm all about that image plus. That is, that's my chance. Yes, son. Yeah. But the, uh, so over the next few weeks, I'll probably continue and read funeral in front of everything. But this was, I. You're making me want to read it. Huh? Again. You're making me want to read it well, again. But, I, and that's the other thing. They're also, it's not like when, when, when we decide to read something, we have to kind of, I mean, the stuff we're reading, is is lengthy and time consuming and wordy and I, like like Providence is not a quick fucking read. No. So if we're gonna have a exactly. Providence chat, we all have to we have to kind of schedule it and, and make time. You can read Death like Superman in in a half hour. It's it's and which is fine oh. because that's the type of it's a quick moving story. You don't you can you can soak in the beautiful artwork, but as far as a story. There's there's not much for you to linger on, and 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 you can just kind of. Well, do you have to let it linger? Or? <laughs> you don't. Okay, Alanis. <laughs> no, it's not Alanis. It's cranberries. Jesus Christ. Come on, son. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh. whatever. Female vocalists don't do much. <laughs> oh, what? Let let this pass. Wait a minute. You just got done answering all those Facebook things, naming a woman as your favorite sing a song and artist. And who and who is it? Patty Smith, right? All of which pale in comparison. Um, David. Yes, sir. I'm gonna make you cry. Oh, no. I sold them all. Really? I sold 500 issues of Superman when I moved. Wowzers! I sold them all. Yep. Make good loot. And no pennies on the. Oh, on what the, the f, dude? I sold them to Mile High. Yeah, uh, I, I got I got oh, pennies really? on them. Yeah, but uh, just because they took them all at once, mm. and I had to move, and I didn't want to move them. <laughs> so I mean, I still have half my collection, but. The Superman, I kept a hundred pagers. Sure. Uh, and I kept the prestige books. I still have Hunter Prey. Um, you know, and that stuff. But all the single issues I sold, I really need to get the, the Death of Superman omnibus. Yeah, you do. The Death and Return? Yeah. Actually, yeah. this was another yeah. reason why I, um, because Chris Campbell posted it on, um, on Facebook and I'm like, you know what? I, I should, I should read. It's so good. So it's, really? No, there's, y- you, there was they a, were on point. Uh, it was they were just that is 
what this was very similar to um as tight as uh the children of the atom or or you know any of the recent marvel events that kind of crossed over between titles that's it, it was just this I, was a nice but it was it wasn't superman books weren't a a scheduled event they came out every week they they wow. they had their retreats the 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 writers the artists the, mike carlin they all knew where they were going and apparently you know and, and legend is that uh whatever carlin and the superman folks were thinking of for superman's anniversary um whatever uh was it o'neill at, at the batman the batman editor but whatever they were planning on doing they at the time they i don't remember i, I don't it made, no, it wasn't pots. Um, but you had, you had these two groups planning something big for their respective characters and It was a good time. You're right. Yeah. It was, yeah. Even though Nightfall was kind of, it, it was hot and cold. I, I didn't like the design of Azrael. No, no, no. Not at all. Too cumbersome. Yeah. Too, 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 just too bulky. Right. Um, but I know why they did it. You know, because that was, look at the, was, what was going on in the X books like that. It was designed by Quesada. I mean, th- when, when he yeah. drew it, it looked great. And I loved, I loved the look of Azrael. I may not have been a big John Paul fan, but I yeah, liked Azrael's look. Azrael before he took the bat, yes. the bat mantle, the bat, once he became Asbats, that costume is hideous. Yes, it is. Absolutely. It, no, it's just 100%. terrible. Yeah. Um, but what was I going to say? Uh, just a, a little, a couple of footnotes to what you were talking about. Way too much Cat Grant. Way too much. Far be it from me to, to scoff at the appearance of a blonde. Cause like, that's, that's my model, right? Well, uh, but way too much Cat Grant. She was in that, in that whole thing. See, but that's, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can agree with that because she, she was, on almost every page of the Justice League book because she was doing the interview with Superman. Yeah. And then but, we, and then we really don't see her until Lois shows up at the studio pulling Jimmy out of the Turtle Boy costume. Right. But the reign of Superman? Oh, see, so yeah, no, okay. So that, well, I'm not, too, I'm not up to far yet, too, so. Yeah. Far too much cat cream. And then that whole thing with the kid, it's just like, oh my God, did they really do that? That was, and it was, that's something else that I, that I really appreciated because instead of, when you had Keith and, and Myra, whatever was going on in Man of Steel, whatever Louis Simonson wanted to tell, it was Superman's supporting cast stayed in that book. You didn't see Keith show up in Action Comics or Adventures of Superman. Mm-mm. And No, and, they kept to their and books. Pretty yeah. much Lex Luthor kind of, um, you know, everybody pretty much Superman was really Superman and Lois. They were the constant between all four issues, all four titles. Everybody else kind of just stuck, stayed in that little area, whatever was in those, those 22 pages. So everybody, even though they all had to collaborate and work on Superman's direction every quarter or every year, the writers still got to play with their own, characters their own creations and and that was that that takes man uh, carlin gets props yeah i think from what i can remember wasn't man of steel the spotlight on the on the supporting cast 
more often than not, Man of Steel was. I think. Yeah, because that dealt yeah. with the underworlders and 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 the warworlders yeah. and 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 the bums of, of Metropolis and Lois giving Armageddo money, dude. Armageddon, come on. <laughs> no, I I love these comics. It, I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't part with them, but well, dude, I, just had, I just I just had too many it, of them. If they're not they're not going. Yours aren't, but Mine you can always, they, they, no, they're very gone. easy. <laughs> no more. They don't exist anymore. It's very easy. To it's get not like you're going to pay a premium for Superman before issue like 300. No. Yeah. Or, I mean, after issue 300. Before, eh, maybe. But, but mm-hmm. after, you can, get, you can get him for next to nothing. I mean, you so, got those dudes yeah. trying to sell like, you know, the first, that first DC Entire Star Trek series, you know, like all however many issues for like seventy five bucks, or you can get Secret <laughs> Wars one through twelve for like eighty five dollars, and then but it's missing. Hey, first nine. black costume, but, I, but I'm saying, but then it's missing. It's missing number nine. But you have you have all this going on. You can get the Death of Superman at a convention, probably, oh, yeah. pr- probably less than sixty bucks if you wanted to buy the single issues. I'd say three and a half bucks. <laughs> Stop. Be on it. I would be and on it's, it. So no, me too. It's one. I think it's one of the best. Extended storylines ever. They, they had it, it was tight and right. As I think it say. may have, it, it may have strayed a bit with the whole when, uh, he getting his powers and then the red and blue and then electric. Yeah. And it was just. No, no, okay. D- just be honest. Superman red, Superman blue was a real cause for concern back in the day. I mean, it was ridiculed. Oh yeah. Was it not? Be honest. Is it not better than anything you've read from the new Fifty Two Superman? <laughs> just be, just be honest. Come on, I say yes. I don't think there's anything new Fifty Two Superman that even compares to yeah, Superman. They were still, Superman. They, I felt that they were still caring about. They still. Ah, it was fun. Yeah. yeah, it was dumb, but it was fun. Like, why would he split? I, I think they only did it to put out the three D. Well, so, really. but this way they could, so they could also cut his hair. So he'd look good when he got married. You can't cut Superman's hair when he's Superman. He's got to be depowered. So, oh my goodness! I think we should bring this to a <laughs> to a close. Jason, do you have anything to add about the Superman? You've been no, very vocal during the entire time. <laughs> you said that no, said more than I, I appreciated ever that walk down memory lane. David and I have much love for Superman. It's just, you know, not. Not, but I gotta say, in that Jeff John Superman, uh, J- Dark Side War, it feels like vintage and that's, Superman. And that's, and that's another thing with the whole, I'm not, I, I don't want to turn it into, you know, then versus now, but when you have, when, when you're going to push, we're, we're tweaking Superman. We've depowered him and his, his identity has been known and now he's got a buzz cut wearing a t-shirt and jeans, but yet in a Dark Side War, it looks yeah. like it's, you know, it's so there's just, there's no, this is the consistency that's, that, that, that they're lacking right now. And, and that's, that's another reason why I'm kind of like excited for something that will revitalize. I ordered the pom-poms. They're coming. So I'm going to be the right. cheerleader for this. They're going to do it up. All right. And you know who else does it does up it really, up. really well? Discount comic book service does. DCBService.com. They can get you your books, get them fast, and most importantly, get them to you for a fraction of the cover price. We're in limbo. No specials this time around. But rest assured, you're going to get massive discounts on all of your favorite stuff. 
at Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. In your travels, I left the comic shop today with three books. No way. Yes. Um, two of which were written and drawn by the same creative team because I forgot to pick up issue 10. Pity me. Um, I got the Metroplex cover by Ulysses Farinas. Uh, but to, I also picked up the newest issue of Transformers versus G.I. Joe by Mr. Tom Scholey, drawn uh, by Scholey and written and drawn by Barber. Um, wait, I'm, this wine is messing me up. Written by Tom Scholey and John Barber. And of course, it's all art by, by Tom Scholey. Sure. It is the craziest, wackiest, off-kilter, left-field comic on the stands, bar none. There, there is no comic that is as unhinged creatively as as Transformers versus GI Joe. It is, I, I, it's insane what Tom is doing with this. the The layouts are impeccable. The coloring, I gave him best colorist because I don't think anybody is doing the crayon layer, uh, at least not to the effect that Mister Sholey does. And the drawing is impeccable. He's he's inventive. He's trying new things. He's not going by the numbers, which may be one of the reasons why, you know, this is, this book is not, I don't think it's getting the accolades it deserves. It's, it's weird, but that's a good thing. It, it he, Shirley and Barber are taking chances. They're trying different things. They're, they're, they're siphoning all of the great stuff in all of the Transformers, G.I. Joe mythologies, and they're making new stuff and they're having fun with it. And I love it. I wait for it whenever it comes out. It's not, it's not monthly. It's, it's, it's on a, str- a really strange schedule, but, uh, when it does arrive, it's, it's a, a, a cause for celebration. The, the text pages in the back are great to just hear the two creators geeking on what they did. Um, and we're eventually going to see Metroplex versus Trypticon. Which, um, drawn by Sholey, should be kind of worth the, the price of admission right there. So, um, if you haven't given it a chance, there's only 11 issues. Scoop up all of them and read Transformers versus GI Joe because it's a lot of. I picked up. This is not a slight to Mr. Sholey, but I picked up the Tom Neely cover. Wow. Yes, because I do love Tom, and it's got the Unicron. And it's, it's, it's a, uh, an homage to his own book, The Humans from Image. Mm. So, come on. How could I say no? How could you? How could you? I can't. Just impossible. Uh, in your travels, uh, we had the gentleman on a couple weeks ago. You read Power Man and Iron Fist. I read Power Man and Iron Fist number one. You did. It was a good? It was, yes, yes, it was good. Um, it is good. It's, first of all, no, 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 it's, um, it's the, the, uh, it's the old school logo towards the end of the first series. So that right away, um, I'm in love. There is a nod, a very cool, cool nod. It's double page spread, but, uh, there is a, uh, a Mary Jo Duffy reference. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but the respect. The art is, um, it's, 
it's Sanford. You know, if you if if you read the Runaways during uh, Secret Wars, if if you are familiar with Sanford's work, that's that's what you're getting here, and and it looks great. I really like his Danny Rand. I love his Luke Cage, bald head, got the beard going. It is it is a modern story, it, you, you, but it it doesn't forget the history. It, it, David Walker realizes what came before Jessica, baby Danielle, they are in it. They're on it primarily because um, Luke is on the phone telling Jessica, uh, letting Jessica know and, and, and uh, enforcing that uh, he and Danny are not getting back together. The team is not being reformed. Sure. They're getting, they're, they're together today out of, they're, 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 they're meeting someone who's special to them. And that's what, that's what this day is all about. And, uh, and Jessica's like, all right, you know, and they, Danny and Luke have some great conversations, especially when Danny's like, you know, tell Jessica I said hi. Tell her I said hi. Did you tell her I said hi? And dude's like, you were two feet from me during my entire conversation. At any point, did you hear me say Danny says hi? But it's it's clever. It, I really, really like the look of it. It's not the old Mark Bright Power Man Iron Fist. It's not. It's not the Ernie Chan Power Man Iron Fist from back in the day. This is just. It's different. It's new. I think it's fitting. I really, really dig it. Um, I did they did they mention anything about the sleep death? The way Iron Fist went out the first time around. No, no, no mention of of Captain Hero. Uh, the, I, I do want to see him show up though, but it's, uh, fucking prime. Uh, there is an old Spidey villain that what? makes an appearance. Uh, Who? well, do you want to know? You're going to read it. I don't want to spoil it for Jason. Uh, cares about oh, Jason. Shit. Um, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I do. The action scenes are great. There's a huge, a huge, huge fight scene. That happens, um, and and it's clear and it looks great. It, uh, this is one of those. It's the first issue. I can't wait to get the next couple because I can say that it's a labor of love. Sanford is really it. It, it kind of shows that he's excited about this project. That the, the, the pages just they're popping. I, I think it's great. And Luke, the the, the um, the size difference, the, the, the contrast between Luke and Danny. It's fantastic. It's, it's not really, it's, it's done in a way you really haven't seen before. You know, I mean, you just back, back in the eighties in Power Man Iron Fist, you know, Luke was a big dude, but he wasn't, he wasn't massive. He wasn't so broad shouldered. He, he wasn't knocking people out of the panel with, with, with his yeah, biceps. He, Here he is, he is a Big, big dude, and and Danny is is slender. He's thinner. He's uh, he he is a smaller guy. He, Danny still might be tall. Danny still might be like six two, but he is shorter and physically smaller than Luke. And it it's perfect. It absolutely works. He should be. Anybody should be smaller next to Luke, except unless you're well, Ben no. Grimm or the Hulk. Most people are going to be smaller. Danny should be Bruce Lee proportion. Yes. Yep. But, uh, no, it's great. I'm, I, the last page is great with the cliffhanger. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. This is, this is fun. It's, it's a team that I am 
a big fan of. I, I loved the last year and change of Primary Iron Fist when, when, when issue 125 came out, when that was the final issue, I, I was hurt because I, I you. thought, you know, I, I loved Mark Bright's pencils on the book. Owsley was killing it. He was telling a really cool story. I, you know, I, I'd love to see if, um, and I can't remember his name right now, but the detective who went to go drive off on his motorcycle tonight and it got blown up. And he just pats himself out. He goes, oh, well, my back got fucked up. It's like, I, we haven't seen him since, I don't think. There's just, there's so many loose threads from, I mean, at least Byrne picked some up with Namor when he brought Danny back. Right, right. What an ignominious end to Iron Fist, though. Oh, I know. What, a, what a horrible, it, it horrible and, and way to He is go such off. a cool fucking character. You know, don't do that. You know, I could see that happening to Hank Pym. Don't do that to Iron Fist. That was one of the, the few instances back then when I realized that this, these are the creators saying, fuck you. <laughs> no, you, 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 you didn't buy our book. You canceled our book. Screw you. We're going to go out. We're, we're going to piss you off on the way out. By the way, how about you with the yeah. SAT word? Ignominious? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, no, 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 I'm seriously. I'm in my heart right now. Right? It, it, it was, a, it was a terrible, terrible way for, for Iron oh, Fist to go out. And that was the creator saying, F this. Ain't going out like that. Yeah. Started from the bottom, now we're here. So, 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 uh, (laughs) Power Man Iron Fist number one, read it. I, I meant to go somewhere else with, with an indie book or two tonight, but we, we kind of got off. We could do that next week. Since we're, David informed me we're not going to do Crisis till after C2E2. Yes, we're not. But that's okay. Then we're doing Crisis first, then we may go back to do. Why don't we do it? DC memory lane every couple weeks is enough. Jason, yeah. Dude, I, dude, I think he's busting your balls. No, I'm not at all. He's not. What do you I mean? Take it that way. Oh my goodness! So it's on me. You're hearing shit. Yeah, it's like it's, damn. It's, it's the people who get offended. Yeah. Like, oh, you said that. It's like I didn't say anything I, like that. I think we you should do a some, crisis. What? Did you get your plane ticket yet? I did not get the plane ticket yet, but what? I did resubmit the the, the press application. <laughs> great. So you'll be picking it up at the show. Don't you worry about it. Um, you be worried about it. Hey, you get your plane ticket. For reals, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, I think we should do a C2E2 roundtable on Crisis. Oh, we could do that. Like oh, at, the at the crib? At, yeah. at the crib? I yeah. like it. All right. I think, I think pretty much everybody that's going to be cribbing with us listens to the show. So let's shout them out. That's the... Everybody, if they don't, if not, really if not, we can find out who doesn't. Yeah. Refresh yourself with crisis. If you're not, if it's not emblazoned, the original, in the original yeah, crisis on the earth, 12 issues. We'll chat it up. Oh, uh, can you, Will, Will's going to go ape shit on this. Cool. And Zach Mario. And, and Ben and who? Mario. Mario's coming. Actually, you know what? Mario may not have read uh, it since it's a George Perez drawn book. Damn. I don't know if I'm going. Uh, <laughs> Don't want too many Italians in the place. Roland? Nah. It's Mark. Roland, my buddy. Our buddy. Yes, sir. Everybody's buddy. Our new, uh, our new crew member, Onomar, Mr. Ramon. Oh, I can't wait. Cannot yeah. wait for that. Yeah, he gets a hug. Big hug. Mr. And a squeeze. Ben. Bobby, Ben, Bobby. Who else are we missing? Oh, Mr. 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 Rackrich. Oh, yes. Uh, yep. Love him. Cool. Punch him in the nose. So in your travels. 
First of all, Ooh, uh, it's your turn. Speaking of C2E2, we will be at descending upon the beautiful town of Chicago in three weeks, gentlemen. Three. It's only three weeks. Three and a half weeks, buddy. Damn. Yes. You better start walking, Vince. You better get on it. I am not driving, so I I better get better. my plane tickets. Three and a half weeks. Uh, and we had mentioned uh, a likely get together of EOC faithful. And Mr. Chris Revikant has made all of those arrangements. It is official like a whistle. It's Friday. On right? Friday, March 19th. 18th. Oh, 18th, sorry. We will be meeting at Lincoln Station uh, from 7 p.m. on. Chris has arranged it for us. We have our own room. And uh, we will be hooking it up. So any of our nice. listeners that want to come and say hello, have a cocktail or two or three, and uh, hang out with the EOC faithful and just chill, that's where we'll be. Lincoln Station on Friday. You know awesome. who I heard from today? Because he just found out that uh, that he just got word that we are returning for EOC no. 2E2. No. no. Patrick Brower. Chris Marshall. Wait. Chris Marshall. Oh, really? Yes. yes. So we are. Nice. I added him to the group page and, uh, he is aware that Friday at Lincoln Station. So yes, we, uh, he rolls in it. on, um, he rolls in Friday afternoon. He's staying with nice. Mr. Andy Tom. Get out of Andy's, here. Andy's coming too. Andy's coming too. Andy's old. Andy, oh, and Andy will be at Lincoln Station Friday night. And yeah, and I think I if, think if, listens to the show anymore. I don't think he does. That's why. Yes, he does. Um, Yes, he I, I know. But, he does. And I don't know. I don't know if 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 McCormick has got any better reception wise as far as cell service goes. Uh, but I'm thinking maybe. I bet you my Android may, can pick up a. Signal. I bet it can't. They can pick up something. <laughs> pick up a virus. I mean, there's not a lot of competition the, for short band. But I think if you want to know, it's <laughs> Is that a string on your phone? Yeah, it's, so like yeah, it's connected can. to that other Android over there. Lock. The um, well, it's, it's not the only one that when he's on his phone, kids walk by and they give the Hong Kong sound like Hong Kong. Are you in Hong Kong? Oh shit! I'm definitely listening to Mr. Android, Price. Next Android time. doesn't take Square. It actually takes the old chunk chunk credit card machine attached to Stop. it. You have. Um, I, I think for anything related to. To 11 o'clock comics, I'm thinking hashtag EOC2E2. Ooh, I like it. What? EOC2E2. It's, it's, it's a like merge. It's a blend. I like it. Right. It's a blend. It's a you blend, Jerry. It's like, an, it's like 90s radio, FM radio. It's a mashup. It's a mashup. Respect. All right. Now, back to the In Your Travels. Yes. Um, You're still going? Well, Woo! yeah, I'm still going. I've spoke for four <laughs> minutes tonight. You guys said they fucking go... Page by page. <laughs> hey, come on. We got to give the listeners what they want. Exactly. I don't think anybody was asking for that. Exactly. Um, no, but still. But the fact that it was Dap doing it made it special. So. Oh, of course. Well, Dave, uh, Vince, how often, how often does David speak more than, than, than we do on a combined basis? That's, that is, that's, that's true. I let him go. That's right. But that said, I'm going to hit you with three quick image hits on it. Mm. Three quick hits. Go ahead. Oh, don't sound so excited. Uh, <laughs> uh, three, three just quick ones. Uh, the Goddamned number three. 
which is Jason Aaron and R.M. Guerra. In this one, we are introduced to Adam and Eve, uh, oh. because of course the, the 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 book revolves around Cain, uh, and it this again not not a book for the for the devout. This is not a book for uh, yeah people that have trouble uh, poking fun at the biblical lore. But I can tell you, I just want to give a little mention here, just to tell you, set the tone of what kind of book we're dealing with here. Uh, hold on. Did you hear Cruz? Who said? Oh, sorry. Um, we're not going there. We're not going. No, 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 no. This is relevant. He said that it, when he becomes president, the Constitution will be the Bible. Anyway, that that is just that's insane. There's lots. That's there's crazy. lots of insanity going on. Yeah, it's crazy talk. So in the in the first page of the goddamn number three, it's Adam and Eve holding Cain and Abel as little swaddling babies, and they're all nude and, and Eden just enjoying life, and and Adam says. Look at that view. I think this is the best one yet. It's not paradise, boys, but it's pretty darn close. And the best part is we have it all to ourselves. And then Eve says, you know that isn't true, Adam. You know God will never let us. And then he cuts her off and he says, boys, tell your mother to shut her lying whore mouth because I, before I shove the nearest <laughs> apple down her throat. And then she oh, says, shit. fuck you. The snake was more man than you were, you dickless coward. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till this trade oh, comes. I, I just ordered it. Yeah, so so that that book is is incredible. And in this one, special. This one, where we left off in the last issue, was Cain had agreed reluctantly to help a woman whose son was just kidnapped by Noah to be a slave. And so this is uh, the episode where Cain and the woman go into the Noah's, where they make camp to try and uh, rescue the son, and uh, it's raw. So that's, uh, so goddamn number three. Uh, next one up is Bitch Planet number seven. And I will say that, uh, I have been loving Bitch Planet, but I thought the sixth issue, which was a standalone issue by Taki Soma, uh, as a, as a bridge between the two arcs by the main team of DeConic and Delandro, I thought that the sixth issue was a huge whiff. Didn't do anything oh, for me. Okay. Really? Yeah, not, nothing. I really disliked it. But, but it was after after the fact, wasn't it? Like, wasn't that character? Um, this was an origin story of one of the characters. Six was right, but it was wasn't it a character that was no longer um, alive in the in the regular story? Yeah, line? yeah, right, exactly. See, that's that's kind of nuts. Yeah, well, either way, I wasn't a big fan of six, but this is seven. Seven is the is the start of a new arc by the main team, and we're right back on track. Um, this is the aftermath of the of the Megaton match that caused all the havoc we've got um we've got the team being brought in to the prison to build a megaton field at the prison we've got a former antagonist of our lovely inmate ladies who is now perhaps set up to either be their equal or perhaps their ally dun, dun, dun. and uh and then we, we are introduced to a few new players as well as the plot thickens but right back on point it's it's so it's great to see it, the main team back doing their thing. And then last but certainly not least, Huck issues two through four. Uh, oh, I didn't read four yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, well, I won't get, I won't spoil it. Obviously, we're doing quick hits, but Mark Miller and Raphael Albuquerque, we continue to get to know Huck better. Um, you know, in the first one, we see him doing lots of cool things, but he's kind of been hiding. Um, in the second one, he's, he's been outed and he goes on, uh, he still does his daily routine of, doing good deeds. In this case, it's uh, finding four, well, finding three people in one animal. And he goes about that. Only this time the public is watching him do it. 
then in the third issue, we get a little bit of a glimpse into his mother and the history of Huck and maybe where he comes from and we meet his brother and they are set off to go meet his mother in the fourth issue. And uh, I will just say that uh, we do meet Huck's mom in the fourth issue, but there is a major plot development and twist that unfolds in the fourth issue, which sets up what I expect to be a very thrilling climax to the first arc. So, uh, yeah, loving all three of those books and uh, just uh, three more feathers in Image's uh, considerably large cap. I just wish I just wish Stevenson didn't feel so compelled to make it him against the world because yeah. Image really isn't that the little uh, the little engine that could anymore. No, if you can publish your own previews catalog, in in essence, you're not that small. So you're not struggling either. Exactly. Yeah. That's all I got. I like it. I, that was very good. I'm impressed. I bookended the episode. Yep. Yeah. Wasn't quite as good as David. That's oh, Superman Lord. talk. Well, it, it was good. I just managed to stay awake this this week. Barely. It's true. I, was I had a good time. Yeah, I, tested I, don't him. To, I tested him. I don't want it to end. You know what I was going to do? What was you going to do? Um, one of the things I, I picked up at the comic shop today, uh, you know how Marvel loves to, to back end some of their older trade paperbacks and hardcovers to the comic shops at a very steep discount? Well, it seems like they're unloading the season one books. Today, I picked up Hulk season one by Fred Van Lente and Tom Fowler. Yeah, I was going to say it's Fowler. And, uh, I was, I originally read this thanks to the generosity of someone who gave me the digital code when it was first uh, published. Mm -hmm. So I was going to pay it forward and, and offer someone a chance, uh, to, get the, the digital version for themselves based on my code. Okay. But I looked at the, the, the slip and it let me get out of the garbage can here. It says um, offer expires nine thirteen thirteen. So it's no longer valid. So I was gonna give someone yeah. yeah, I mean it was a nice idea, but it was unfortunately. Um, but uh, looking through the box of of books that were heavily discounted, like I got this for six bucks. That's a good deal when it's a twenty four ninety five hardcover. Yeah. They had um Hulk and Ant Man and Fantastic Four yeah. and Spider Man and blah blah blah. All of the most of the season one, what was conspicuously absent from the uh uh list of books was Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah, there's no surprise, right? What with the movie coming out? Right. Yeah. But uh I, I I can't wait to read it again. Uh, Tom's artwork on this is really, really good. Yeah. And and it's FVL. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, I will most likely, I got a text from my brother today asking me. I wish I had a brother. You have two right here. Asking if we had. uh, Aw, David, my heart just melted when you said that. (laughs) Okay, Grinch. Shit. Have, uh, oh, you don't have a clint. <laughs> my brother sends me a text. He says, he says, you free, you free this weekend? I'm like, and I, I, I kind of, I have to be a little hesitant in my reply because I could be, it could be, hey, we want to, we, we gotta, we want to drop the kids off or we gotta do something else. So I'm like, double check with Renee. Nothing major plan. I was like, yeah, no problem. What's up? He's like, 
The kids are away this weekend. Want to see Deadpool? Oh, three oh, times, yeah. dude. I know. I didn't see it at I all. I know. Yet. Crazy. Come to Danbury on Saturday, Vince. Yeah, okay. Crazy. Incomprehensible. I, I want to see it. It's, I don't have the freaking time. Really? Dude, just, I just don't. Pop on 84, head straight to Danbury. We'll see Wait, it Saturday. Did you go to the flea market? Uh, I, the flea market closes at Thanksgiving. And opens one point in April. No, for, it, well, for it, the rest of it, for the I season. felt like you went to all different ones. Wait, there's another one, but it sucks. It's, it's, it's a, an indoor flea market, so it's all the same vendors, mm-hmm. and they have the same crap every week. Like, I don't want to go to that. The, the best deals are the people that are, you know, cleaning out their cellar. Of course. They go to the open air flea market. Of course. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, what was I going to say? No, I haven't had the time. Do you remember the time? How about that, uh, last week's episode of, uh, Walking Dead? Wasn't all that crazy. Oh, see, I, I, I dug it. I really did. Even, even, really? even my boy at work was like, yeah, no, it wasn't all that great. And my brother was kind of like, not, not really feeling it, I think, but we'll probably I thought it was about. boring. There's a, uh, there is a remix where, uh, they have the scene with the, uh, with the truck to the Benny Hill theme. I saw it. I didn't see it. I, I, I saw the clink, but I, I liked it. I liked the episode a lot. There was one, Notable thing that happened in the episode, and it was Mich- Michonne and and Rick hooking up. He's but didn't Jason than, just say you didn't see it. I did. Oh, okay. Other Wait, no, I, I said did. you I didn't, said see I didn't see it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh fuck, doc. If 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 I could edit your memory, I would do so. Right <laughs> fuck now. a bees. Okay. Yeah. Well. Damn, Daniel. Such is life. Wah, 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 wah. I'll go watch it right Sorry. now. It's you not don't like have to watch the last five minutes now, but yeah, it, it's, it's kind of boring. It is. Oh. it is. I'll be the dissent then. It's fine. If it, I, I don't know how Jason's going to react to it. I think he'll might. I think he'll dig some of what happened. Um, I don't know anything about the character that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'll wait to hear what he has to say. Yeah, it's a nice character development episode. Rick, yeah, Rick, yeah. Rick lets loose a little bit, like with the music and the. Well, the music was know, for a reason. Yeah, just hanging with Daryl. It, it, it was. I don't want to say fun because it I was. thought it was. It, I didn't think it was. It, I thought it was a chore to oh, watch. No, 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 no. I, I would. Haters got to hate. Yeah, I would. I, I hope we get like an episode like that every season. I would be happy. But they should have yes the the. The mid-season premiere should have been the mid-season finale because we did they they do show a passage of time at the beginning of this episode. Sure. Yeah. So it would it, having a break between the two, I think, would have been beneficial. And speaking of breaks, I just found out that uh, Flash isn't coming back until the end of March. Oh, that hurts me. Yes, that'll give me that'll give me a chance to catch up because I'm on. It does hurt what, what, what did I say? Episode You, you just saw like Captain Cold appear. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's such a good show, dude. You got like 30 episodes to watch, Vince. I gotta say, I am infatuated. Inf- I, I am totally consumed by this, this, this girl that plays Supergirl. She is a oh, vision. Oh, Melissa yes. Benoist? Oh my. She is absolutely. Dude, our boy, or your boy Raph's gonna stunning. be, gonna be hitting us up on the Facebook page being like, She's so plain, and I'm like, you're nuts, dude. She's dude, so cute. No, dude, it's high. Too many sugar cookies, bro. I was gonna write down plain. 
Supergirl. Um, oh, no, she's, she's anything. Yeah. She is a vision. Yeah, that's yes. what I said. Yes, yeah. She was cute in Glee now, as well. And, and you know, I, I watched Glee now that I know she was in it. She was only there for the the end seasons. Oh, all right. The the, the costume bothers me because primary colors. Why are you afraid of them? Um, same thing with Flash. But I gotta say, the dark um, hose. Uh, you don't let him hose. I like the hose. No, it's working for me. But it it, it all pales in comparison to that face. That face is angelic. Is angelic. You're right. I yep. love her. Yep. They, they whoever did the casting on Supergirl. And her sister, I who was watched. Lexi Gray on Grey's Anatomy, is also super fine. Oh, a really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, she is cute. I don't think she's as cute, but and I I found out a few weeks ago that uh, yeah, but she's a bad Lu- girl though. Lucy Lane is uh, Channing Tatum's wife. Oh, oh wow. yeah, that is where I've seen her before because she was on an episode of um, Lip Sync Battle. No, what? Um, she was on an episode of uh, uh, American Horror Story. Oh, was she? Yeah. Yeah, I stopped watching that. No, back in the first season. Oh. My daughter's all up in American Horror Story. She said, oh, the Gaga season was the best yet. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I can't have that. No. I, I think it... If you I think gave up the, on it, man. I think Asylum was the best season. Yeah, that was all right. Yeah. They lost me with the Freak Show season. I didn't like that too much. No. I mean, it started, Coven was nah, I didn't like Coven at all. No, that was bad too. Yeah, but Freak Show was like, mm, whatever. There wasn't enough freaks. See, I was, I was too, there were too much freaks. I'm not, not feeling the freaks. If you call something Freak Show, you, it better be teaming with freaks. Like JoJo, the dog face boy, and all the, all the great freaks, it was, it was nobody. They, what, they had bearded ladies. There was a lot of freaks. There wasn't enough freaks. There was the lobster claw boy, there was pinhead, yeah. uh, there, there was all kinds of freaks, man. Uh, not a, not enough. It it should have been a horror show. It, sh- it should have gave you nightmares. It did. That's why I didn't want to watch it. No. Not on that note. Brutal. Living in fantasy land. Brutal. No, it wasn't. Let's go see Deadpool and get a goddamn plane ticket. In that order. No. Reverse no. it. <laughs> Celebrate your buying the plane ticket by taking your son. Yes. Ticket. No. Yes. My know. son wants to come with me to C2E2. I said, I don't C2E2. know, buddy. C2E2. He can't come to C2E2. No. That's what I told him. He can go see Deadpool, though. I said, no, he can't. No. Dude, you let your son stay up to all hours. You can, he that can doesn't see mean he needs to see That doesn't mean he's looking at bronze. He's rubbing one out to ass the mouth right now. <laughs> he doesn't he's even... <laughs> he is. He's like, Dad, you know what ATM is, right? <laughs> he's rubbing one out. <laughs> He doesn't even know that it does that and yet. He's on Spank Bang right now. That's why, no, I guarantee that he's not rubbed one That's out why yet. the well's empty. Because because he's he's going to be like that. Yeah, once he realizes that thing does something else than pee, <laughs> he's going to be all over that. I'm telling you. He's my boy. This is too much information. we got to end this right <laughs> I now. <said> that. <laughs> Dude, the wine, never again. Yes, yeah, no. You better. No. Oh, you're going to. No, I'm over the edge. I can't be hit stopped. Me, hit me. I'm out of control, Aunt Bunny. <sighs> All right. Thank you very much for being here with us this week. As usual, we will be back next week. Join us. We implore you to join us. And if you enjoyed what you heard this week, please leave us an iTunes review or a review on a similar um, 
aggregator, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Or join we us are, in conversation on uh, yes. Facebook. Or, or oh, we love we yes, love. If you have more than one profile photo from 2015, you'll probably get entered into the group. You know what? You bring up something good, a good point, though, because that is true. So real talk, people. We have a lot of inbound member requests for the for the Facebook page, which is awesome. I don't know how David keeps up with it. But the thing is, for a lot of you listeners that maybe don't realize this, I, I do the same thing. I have my privacy settings such that if you're not my friend, you can't really see anything about me. So I get that. Like that's that's fine. I'm with you there. But it has a it has a unintended consequence where if you're trying to join a group, as David just alluded, when we look at you to make sure you're not a spam bot or some kind of other thing that we don't want to be a part of, it it's difficult for us to tell because we only get to see essentially your name and anytime you change your profile pic. Yeah. So one word of advice is if you send a request to join our forum and you don't, or sorry, our, our Facebook page and you don't hear from us, uh, post commentary with your invite or send us a message. Um, you know, you can message us and say, I put in a request and I'm so-and-so because then we'll be more apt. I think we've done a pretty good job of, of, I mean, if we, if we for sure know you're real, we're going to accept you, but there's quite a few just sitting in limbo, um, because we just can't tell. And if we can't tell, we're not going to take the chance. Right. And I, I feel bad. A lot of times I'll get a Facebook uh, friend request from someone. And when it's, when it's zero mutual friends, 99.9% of the time I will not friend them because I don't know this person. But if you tell me, like send me a message and say, yo, I love comics. You know, I want to be your friend that then I'll, I'll friend you because I friend everyone. If you have, if we have one mutual friend, I'll friend you. Uh, I'm not, I'm not with that personally, but I'd love no, to have I you do, on I, the Facebook page where we can have conversations. I, I do that. Yeah. I, I like friends. No, I do too, but I, it's got to be someone I've actually met. No, if you're posting pictures like dicks all the time, I'm not going to friend you. But I mean, I shouldn't say if I have to met, but it's someone I have to have some kind of dialogue with me on. Yeah. That I know they listen to the show. My ass ain't that tight. So. Oh, I see. You really should give up the great. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. I do. I give you got like a get out of jail free card forever from me. How did you get that? Yeah, but when you say it, like I get it, like I should be getting in trouble otherwise. No, really, I I don't know what it is. You and Dap, I just like like free reign. You could say whatever you want. I do not get pissed off. That's I right. don't know what That's it true. is. That's true. It's very true. It must be love. It love, must be. love, 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 love. All we. It's always a good day when you can quote Madness and the Beatles in the same sentence. And the Cranberries. Well, earlier. Well, okay. Do you have to smell my finger? Never, never understood the, the, uh, the allure of the Cranberries. Yeah, they had the moments. Yeah. Zombie's great. I like Zombie. Most annoying song. That's the one Vince is all for. (laughs) What do you mean, most annoying? Zombies is is annoying as hell. You're annoying as hell. I am. Wow. (laughs) No, I didn't know what else to say. (laughs) That's why it's your Fight me, bro. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, my God. There's going to be a a battle of the Crips versus uh, the, uh, the, versus the, Bloods uh, at C2E2 between you two. I can't fight something that pretty. <laughs> I don't want to mess them up. 
Ah, as usual, we thank you for being here with us and let it all hang on David to say goodnight. David. Good night. David. Precision. That's what that is. You're like a surgeon. You are like Like a a switch. A switch watch. I can't even say it. A swatch watch? Swatch. You're a swatch. EOC Swatch. That's EOC David. EOC Swatch. Maybe we can get into marketing. We'll have our we faces. We can't do tats this week. This uh, trip. Oh, Maybe we can all get matching swatches. Oh. You know, I'm I'm a little bit sad that I can't get another tattoo. Well, I'm more than a little but bit sad. But there is um, one uh, consolation that we can go to Atlantic City. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to make it, but. Oh, David and I can. Well, and I'm 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 happy for you, booze, but. Yeah, it's, it doesn't remedy my my lamentations. You're really not going to go? I can't. I got I have uh, obligations. What obligations? Dude, I wear many hats, Vince. You do. Yeah. I wear one. Jimmy, Jimmy hat. <laughs> <sighs> you're an easy mark when you're on the line. I like it. Seriously. Seriously. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I say goodnight, David. You yeah, did. Or... You did. Talk. You say goodnight. I am. Don't forget to go to Marshalls too and get some nice clothes for Chicago. It's not Chris. What the hell? I don't he shop at Marshalls. Go to Target for those T-shirts. Coles. Coles. Coles cash. Two for two. Dude, Coles cash is the best. Yeah, that's where I get all my, my t-shirts because she's like, oh, I got all this Coles cash. What am I going to do? I'll get a couple t-shirts, Star Wars. I got a Boba Fett and R2-D2 like plastic thing with a t-shirt jammed up in it for Christmas just because she had extra Coles cash. Man, life is good. It's not a bad thing. I got a Boba Fett t-shirt. Come on. Like just when you think life can't get any better. Sure. I'm a simple man. You get me a Boba Fett t-shirt or like Spider-Man something, I'm, I'm good. I'm very simple. We should end this right now. Good night. Good night.